Boom. Recording. All right. Yeah. So, should we talk about uh, WWDC? Yes, let's do it. It's it's been um, so sure. long since WWDC. <sighs> it's also been so long since we did our predictions. I, know. I I honestly have no idea who won this, and I have no <laughs> idea who. I don't remember like fifty percent of uh, probably seventy percent of our predictions for this for this event. So it will be exciting. So it will. There will be. I remember one pick, and it's the wild card that I lost. So I'm pretty confident <laughs> that I didn't win. <laughs> the, sorry, the wild card challenge I lost. Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh. Um, yeah, but I think I think it was um, it was only a week ago, just over a week ago that uh, the conference ended. But it feels yeah. mm, like it's been yeah. a lot longer. But I want to ask just about like everyone's impression of the conference this year because I think this was a bit different. We knew it would be online, and we had like different expectations from last year. But I felt like mm-hmm. they had been changing um, quite a few things up. So what did everyone yes, think? Impressively, considering that like the pandemic really started everyone realizing that the pandemic hits the entire world didn't happen until like what was it february at, like for, for a lot of people year, right yeah considering that apple put wwdc last year together mm-hmm. with february february notice and then having that kind of conference uh in in, in summer mm-hmm. it's pretty impressive how little had to change yes, this year right i agree like how mm. how well they managed to considering nail that they that had down. an extra year to think about it there were tweaks, and I think those tweaks improved the conference. Like I, I did like the lounges. Uh, I didn't participate as much in the lounges as as some other people, but I really enjoyed reading them, mm-hmm. and I thought it was a cool forum mm-hmm. to to kind of s- to simulate the, the kind of whiteboard uh, lab sessions that you have in person, right? Where you kind of just hang around one person and kind of answers questions, and you might develop questions as a result of other mm-hmm. people's questions. I liked that a lot, but overall, all the tweaks were pretty minor. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Related to that, they also did have they had some other things like the there weren't challenges, but there were some like competitions yeah. or some some tasks that you could go on throughout. And I think the labs were almost like they were very similar, but it felt better run this time. And yeah, I think I, they would. I agree with you. They were mostly like tweaks that just made it was more like perfectionizing that format. But I think I was saying to the other day that like if this would just if we wouldn't have known about WWDC how it was before. Like before the pandemic, if it would just be an online conference, I think this is, has been like a really good online conference. And I think if you ever mm. want to organize a conference that should be online, this is a sort of good thing to look at as an example. Because Apple I think it also has really well. the, the benefit of the community rallying around, filling all the gaps that Apple leaves, right? Yes. You wouldn't have that. If you would organize your own conference, you wouldn't have like 20 community organized events to fill in all the gaps where, where your conference is over, right? I think Apple's a very unique situation where they can have all the kind of first party stuff happening during the day and then towards the end of the day the entire community coming together and and adding like events and talks and meetups and mm-hmm. catch-ups and and wrap-ups and roundups and you know there was so much happening this year uh from the community to, to, for me to feel, make it feel almost like a an in-person event. I, mm-hmm. I was just as exhausted after the week. <laughs> I, I slept, I think, 14 hours after after the yeah, Saturday yeah. because we still had things going on on Saturday. I think from Saturday to Sunday, I just slept for 14 hours. I was so exhausted mm. after that week. I really felt like I would usually, after WWDC, yeah. I was like, man, this was a fun but exhausting yeah. week. And talking I think to I felt hundreds that- of people. <laughs> I, yeah, I felt the same, like... I think even on Sunday before the conference got started because there were community events starting already beforehand and then there was also like I think the Monday of the co- of the keynote I was like wow 
I'm really exhausted and I knew that my, the rest of the week would be pretty exhausting if I didn't like try to get some additional sleep that night. But otherwise, I think it would have been, I would have been really exhausted throughout the whole thing. But I managed to catch up a bit more that night and I think that was helpful. But yeah, I feel the same, like very similar feeling to in person because you were able to catch up with people and everyone was in different time zones as well. And everyone wanted to chat about those things. So yeah. It was exciting. It was also the, the time I missed in person the least. When I went into this week, I was like, oh, mm. man, I wish WWDC would be in person again. By the end of the week, I was like, all right, this is the closest I've ever felt to if it stays this way, I'll be okay. You know, mm. at this point, I almost feel like the only real reason that I would like WWDC to be back in person is for me wanting to catch up with friends. But that seems I like know. an odd reason to... to uh, to host a, an in-person conference for thousands of dollars in, in one of the most expensive cities in the world, right? Um, doesn't mean I wouldn't want, like that part, but I, I do wonder if if mm. this is actually potentially the, the better format for the conference. Uh, see, uh -oh. I don't like saying that because I feel like I would, I would still <laughs> nah. go in person if I could get an option in the future. Um, yeah, you're cursing the conference, Kai. <laughs> I, I know Tim Cook is listening to this podcast going, I guess developers want it uh, online forever. Hmm. The thing is, I, I do understand all the all the benefits this has, right? There were a lot more people um, that I spoke to during the week who never had the chance to go before. Some people in countries where, where the conference ticket equates to like six months of cost of living who could now for the first time go to labs and, and, and feel like they're really part of the conference. Those things are cool, right? Yeah. I think that's super valuable. doesn't mean we can miss other parts of it, mm -hmm. but I, I do wonder if if the the benefits outweigh some of the mm. doesn't mean i wouldn't go right if apple would say look yeah we see all the benefits and we do try a hybrid and mm -hmm. you can <laughs> still go but a lot of stuff will be online i would still go mm -hmm. I, right it's yeah but there might be some people who decide the opposite they might decide oh i like to go but i really don't like to have to go and mm -hmm. now they feel like maybe mm -hmm. even if it's in person next year there'll be enough community events online mm -hmm. now that that's kind of started up mm -hmm. where people can think, ah, you know, I can still get mm -hmm. a lot of uh, community uh, fulfillment without mm -hmm. having yeah. to actually go but, in person. So maybe it'll be yeah. the best of both options. Yeah. But I also think even yeah. if you do want to have the sort of in-person community, there are many other conferences going on mm -hmm. usually. And there might be mm -hmm. better that you pick a conference mm -hmm. where all your friends actually can get tickets to and then you go there. And you have <laughs> yeah. the but it's different, right? Because this is the one that almost anyone can, can convince themselves that's the one they should go to right I, I, I do agree. if you can fly one, across the this world is, this is the one to yeah. go if if there's a community one in in denver he might be interested mm -hmm. but it's a lot harder to argue to fly across the globe it is to go to think, a community run conference but i think and in no one from australia is going to that one in denver yeah. let me tell you that. but do you think <laughs> so. it would be as easily like would you would you be as convinced to get a dub dub ticket if you know that you could get like the experience that you had this year online or you could go to what it used to be like in 2019 and be there in person like can you still justify going to going yeah to I, I think i could yeah. i think there's something really energizing about the conference mm -hmm. and don't get me wrong it exhausts me but being in that same conference hall with everybody else that kind of buzz and those i know we talk about a lot but the hallway conversations that you have and the people you run into just by being in san francisco mm -hmm. i think that that's huge you know that the energy of Zach's being going to wrong town. in the room in the like <laughs> introducing swift ui talk or something like that like there's there's something that you can't replicate online and it's actually really interesting because i almost had the opposite experience to you this year in that i didn't partake as much as last year and i took it a bit easier than normal and 
so I think there's something about being able to to shift to that. Like I'm in California for the week. Mm-hmm. I have no other responsibilities. There is nothing else going on in my life. Um, is actually quite nice. Mm-hmm. And you know, you have nothing to worry about other than literally like waking up, attending the conference, and getting some sleep at some point once you stop talking to people mm-hmm. after 14 hours. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's something quite nice about that. But I do, I, I mean, I, I agree with all the points about the value of the online conference. And I would be very surprised if there wasn't some kind of hybrid so that mm-hmm. people who want to attend in person absolutely can. But also, if you can't, like if, um, like a personal Andrew, if, if WWDC last year was on the same dates it was, but in person, I would have had to cancel my trip for some family things. And to know that I would still be able to tune in from online would have been fantastic. Mm -hmm. And that's absolutely like super valuable. And to know, you know, if you have a year where something's happening in your life and you can't attend, that's totally cool too. But um, I think there is something nice about being able to attend in Mm -hmm. person and the the types of conversations that you can have versus what you can have online. Um, One of the, the interesting things is, since Sydney Cokerheads has started back up and we've now had two in-person meetups, I'm enjoying that a lot more again. And I think a lot of it is to do with the types of conversations that you have when everyone's in the same room and is reading each other a little bit better than online. And the other thing with online is you don't really know who's in a video call. Like you might all be talking really excitedly about WWDC, but we're not going to talk, say, about our personal lives on a public video call um, and that's really hard to replicate mm-hmm. for people you, you kind of know, but don't know well enough to go and have like a private call mm-hmm. with, if that makes sense. Um, so I think there's, there's definitely some value to oh, being no, without a doubt. Yeah. yeah. But and yeah. I think. Sorry, to being in person. Yeah. I, but I wonder if a hybrid yeah. could also, I mean, now, now it's wishful thinking, but it would also be nice if labs would not only happen once a year, mm-hmm. right? If, if we would say, yeah. all right, yeah. now when we are realizing maybe we can do s- some more stuff online and we kind of figured out some kind of way of, of having labs yeah. online, if we could have labs once a quarter, right? I'm not saying, look, every week yeah. it's a lab week, but if we could have like labs once a quarter or or every six months, mm-hmm. that would already be quite a big improvement because realistically, mm. sure, I was excited during the week and I p- tried to play with as many of the new things as I could in this one week to have pr- appropriate lab questions. But realistically, mm-hmm. most of the questions I'll have over the next three to f- mm-hmm. six months, because that's when I run into yeah. the issues that you run into once you actually start to to yeah. really take the new APIs for yeah. a spin. And there are also many things that are still going to be iterated on from Apple's point as well. Like there are still betas coming mm-hmm. out and there are many things that will be changed before September. And I think in September, there might be things that are a bit more prominent issues that you would really benefit from like getting support from Apple by so I I do like that as well. And yeah, don't get me wrong. I think uh I totally think like if there would be an in person conference, there's definitely something out of that that like that's different mm-hmm. and different from attending other conferences too, because there is that energy and I think you always get mm-hmm. away from like go away from a WWDC week being like super motivated and just mm-hmm. like it's it's such a great time and such a great environment. So it's hard to replicate that. And, yeah. uh, and also, no like, it is very much the mm. one conference, which we kind of touched on before. But, you know, if in a, in a given year, it's very unlikely that I would see you separately. I would see, mm. like, friends in California separately. It's, I would see Adam separately. Like, it's just not going to happen yeah. that, you know, someone makes, like, three trips or does a trip with multiple stops to see mm-hmm. everyone. But if there's this one event where everyone comes together and we kind of all see each other once a year, it's mm. actually real. Like, I really like that. And I don't yeah. know if that's going to continue. 
Um, but it is kind of oh, nice that if you get to pick one, you'd pick this one where you know the most amount of people possible are going to be there and you can catch so up with them. it's kind of like uh, the tech family Thanksgiving. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's yeah, true, <laughs> but I mean, it does still go back to a point that like everyone won't be able to get the ticket. Um, no, that is true. But I, I think we've all said we would probably go without yeah, tickets yeah. If, in, yeah. in future years, yeah. Or with, with tickets to other conferences, I should say. It also seems yeah. like Apple is considering... I, I don't know if all of you have filled out the survey that Apple sent out to, yeah. to people, yeah. uh, to developers. And it seems like they're they're considering the same things at the moment because the survey was mm -hmm. very clear. Would you go back to WWDC in person? And if you would, uh, which ones would you prefer online? Which ones would you pr yeah. prefer in person? So they definitely seem to internally consider what if... What would a hybrid look like? Which ones would people want to do in person? Which ones would people mm -hmm. not want to do in person? And even for labs, I, I when I fill out a survey, I said that on average, I would prefer labs in person. But there is something mm -hmm. to say about the format we had this year where all the labs we've had, people were extremely prepared, like yeah. way more than yeah. you could do during a normal week, mm -hmm. right? We Because we mm -hmm. submit our question beforehand. Mm -hmm. So we usually, when you started talking to either engineers or designers, they would say, look, I already looked at your, your app uh, like last night or whatever. And I mm -hmm. already have like an entire list of notes um, mm -hmm. that and some of them were super detailed, right? You wouldn't get that in in a normal kind of design review yeah. lab appointment. In that person. could be something that they take away mm. for mm -hmm. the future. You know, being able to book in person labs, mm. even mm -hmm. um, you know, and doing doing kind of half online, half in person, mm -hmm. or, or maybe you do a quarter in person mm -hmm. and yeah. majority online, like depending on demand. But I think a major um, reason. But there's no reason they couldn't transfer that mm. benefit. Sure. But I think a major reason why they did that this year was because like the time slots are just pretty limited, so you don't want to have to like take all this time to explain the explain your app until you get into the actual problem and it's actually a lot harder to explain it exactly over like yeah. a no usually no camera webex call right mm -hmm. it's a lot easier to to like pull out your phone and be like here this is the app let, yeah let's have a look at it yeah it's really easy well over webex we did do a screen sharing just to have mm -hmm. a reference point but it was super useful if we had to explain the entire app yeah. before the design review and then the, the designer on the other end saying can you please tap this button, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, to, to navigate through? That would have been a lot harder than just being able to, like, play around with it. Yeah, yeah. So, I don't know. It will be... I'm, I, was, I was very happy about this format, but I'm also looking forward to see what, what the future might bring. Yeah. Uh, for people who haven't answered the survey, it is still available online as of the day we're recording. So, we put some links in the show notes as well. And I think it's, I think it's a good opportunity to just let Apple know of what you like and what you would like to change in the future. Mm. For sure. Mm. All right. Should we go into the meaty part of our, our predictions and, and... Yeah. Any other last things that people were... Any other last reflections before we move on to that? I'm overall... The keynote was... It now feels like the format that Apple goes for, right? We, I, I think this was the least unexpected keynote yet. Mm -hmm. We kind of knew what they were going for. We knew they would show a lot of Apple Park things. They kind of did all of those. Still put some kind of fun fun quirks in of Craig standing in, in the middle of the pond and those kind of things. Yeah, I, was, uh, I agree. The one thing I felt was that the State of the Union felt a bit strange in comparison. Mm. And I often feel like the State of the Union, Apple State of the Union, can usually give you a great overview of what the true. rest of the week will look like. But this time I felt like I didn't really know what the sessions would be like until I actually read through everything. So it's a bit harder to get a grasp of it on day one. Because there wasn't a whole lot of new stuff, right? Normally they use the State of the Union to, to kind of highlight that mm. at an overview. Yeah. And, um, 
really it was async await and cloud but yeah but there were things to like swift ui there were like uh, human interface guideline yeah. changes and like shortcuts it was lots of like little yeah. things there wasn't like mm. one major marketing yeah. feature that but they could push they like last like, year widgets and app clicks yeah. were the two massive ones but usually there would be yeah. some type of like word cloud where they're like at least mentioning all of them and you can sort of pick up and know what you're usually more like here's an overview of what we changed in core data and here's some of the sessions that are coming for the rest of the week right that's usually the state of the union format exactly, where it's yeah. like brief overview not long because this time we also had there was another it, it the, key, the state of the union sometimes felt like another, another keynote. keynote yeah. It was very surface level on particular things, but not really as an overview. More of a let's talk some more about our larger widget. I was like, okay, could do that. Mm. So I, I I agree with you. I feel like the state of the union was a bit odd yeah. in in comparison. Usually, state of the union is one of the the things I'm looking forward to as an overview. This time I was like, I I, I can't even. I don't even remember what happened in the State of the Union. I, I would agree with that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So for people who didn't listen to the last episode and might be new here, I just want to talk about this next segment. So what we did... <laughs> <laughs> Good luck, man. <laughs> I'm going to explain this really well. What we did last time was that we put together a list of all of our predictions and we made this into a game uh, where we basically predicted what we thought would happen throughout the, throughout the week at WWDC. Um, and then we uh, had different rounds where we get different points depending on who guesses right or who predicts the right thing. So I think now we're just going to run through the results of that or actually go through a list, get a recap of it because we don't really remember what we picked. And then we're going to score the points and then see who's the winner of our predictions round this year for WWDC. Um, and yes. yeah, I think that we have different segments of this. Do you want to explain... Um, that part, Adam. <laughs> sure, <laughs> throwing him under. We bus. had <laughs> good luck. This time we had uh, three major segments. The first was a new segment which we called the Rapid Round, where I just picked uh, three kind of prediction-related questions uh, that everyone got to choose an answer for, and we'll see who was right. Uh, did we decide how many points those were? Two, <laughs> two points. points per two per points. Round. Uh, segment two and three were more of the traditional uh, pick. Segment two was focused on uh, consumer-related uh, announcements. And segment three was uh, focused on what we're calling geek or developer-specific uh, uh, announcements. Mm-hmm. And we had the same rules about challenges and all that kind of stuff. You know, you, you listened to last episode. You remember. Uh, <laughs> but... That's 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 basically it. And so we could start by going over the rapid round results. All right, let's do it. Perfect. So I have something to admit first. I, I, your uh, prediction episode host, have let you down. Um, two two of my questions in the rapid round were related to what things we mentioned in the keynote first, right? And that yes. really requires someone to pay close attention while watching the keynote <laughs> to uh, the order that things are mentioned. And uh, I did not bother doing that during the actual <laughs> keynote, and I forgot that that was even a thing I should probably do. And so just before this episode, um, turns out I could not find a transcript of the keynote <laughs> yet. And so 
this is part of the official rules now, if you guys agree. I found um, The Verge's uh, WWC keynote live blog, where they pretty much mentioned everything that was announced live as they were doing it. So everything has timestamps, and it's all in hmm. order. And I'm just doing it based on text search of The Verge's live blog, which I know could, could in theory, be not 100% accurate, because you don't know if, like, the very first second they mentioned Siri just real quick, and no one bothers writing that down on a live blog. But since we have nothing better to do i'm going to suggest that we all just kind of agree that uh adam you know you've apologized enough let's just uh, get on with it no i think i think that's that's fine i accept that okay good Mm. the first question in the rapid round was which technology from a list which i will list um will be mentioned first verbally in the keynote and the options were app clips uh, app tracking transparency, Apple Silicon and or M1 slash M2, M1 plus, whatever, uh, Siri, Scribble, and widgets. And Kai, you picked app tracking transparency. Mm-hmm. Zach picked Apple Silicon and Mullen picked widgets. So because it's so can, long ago and because yeah, can, this is the guess? cool thing about this is I don't think even, yeah, I don't think you have any idea no. who won. So yes, I would like your guesses or about who do you think uh, won. Mm, I'm going to guess that Zach won with the Apple Silicon. Okay. Any other guesses? I mean, you can, uh, I'm also I, curious for I other people <laughs> what they thought was the first thing in general, no matter who wins, like, if we pick them or not. I Teddy? guess app tracking transparency. I think so too. Okay. <laughs> I don't even know? remember this being mentioned. I feel like it wasn't even part of the keynote. Let's find out. What? Yeah. Okay. So here's what I have. Um, first of all, I will mention I could not find a single mention of app clips anywhere in the entire <laughs> keynote. Now, none of you picked that, but I just would mention all the rest of the things were mentioned okay. uh, in the keynote, according to my mm-hmm. research. Cool. The in third place because we'll go in opposite order to make it more dramatic. <laughs> Um, at about 50 minutes into the keynote, <laughs> app tracking transparency okay. was mentioned. So, so I guess last the first. <laughs> that's what uh, Kai picked. And also, I agreed with him. Second, which of course, this will give away first place. In second place, um, 39 minutes in, approximately, uh, widgets were mm. mentioned. And that's when they started okay. going into the, the, the widgets for iPad OS. Which means cool. that the uh, the one that was mentioned first, but it was 37 minutes in, oh, it was just barely ahead, <laughs> was Apple Silicon slash M1. Now, here's the interesting bit. Under what context was it mentioned? Well, they were talking about <laughs> spatial audio, and they were mentioning how it was coming to tvOS very soon, <laughs> and that later this year, it would be coming to macOS on M1 Macs. Really? And so they mentioned M1 uh, huh. specifically in the context of spatial audio. Who would have guessed it? Uh, but maybe that's why you got to sneak ahead by a couple minutes, Zach, mm-hmm. and uh, beat out widgets. I, I think also when you thought of this question, you were like, all right, this is, all of those will probably make it into the first five or ten minutes, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's what I was thinking. Uh, we thought they would talk about, oh, the Apple Silicon yeah. transitions going great. Great developers have been porting their apps, et cetera, et cetera. But yeah. uh, it doesn't I, seem like that actually happened. Did not yeah. expect that. <laughs> so the how top about... three would be almost missing the one hour mark, but sure. So out of so the ones we haven't spoken about is Siri and Scribble. I assume Siri was mentioned first. It and... sounds like Siri was uh, Siri. I could not find a mention of Siri oh. until um, 
an hour and 43 minutes in and that's when what they talk they about talk the Siri about on, for the first the, hour? <laughs> like the Siri on other devices like they showed mm-hmm. the um the Echo Ecobee mm-hmm. um thermostat with with Siri on it uh and what else was scribble. there oh scribble was mentioned in uh it's not the Scribble on iPad OS that we think about Scribble. It was the Watch OS Scribble because they were talking about all the new input uh, for, you know, the improvements to input. Uh, yeah. And yeah, wow. that, that covers all of those. Yeah. And no app clips. Mm. All right. Cool. Mm-hmm. So the second one. So Zach already has two points. Two points. Congratulations. Thank and you. the next one, I asked which Apple app would be mentioned first verbally. And the options were App Store, which Kai picked, Camera, which Mullen picked, and I agreed, Mail, dot app, uh, <laughs> Maps, Messages is what Zach picked, Notes, Photos, Safari, and Weather. I can't so believe that yeah, now, no, no. now in hindsight, FaceTime would have been a great option yeah. for this list. Also yeah, notes. and I didn't even put on the list because so I you think wouldn't FaceTime was it. probably covering the first like forty-five minutes of mm. the keynote. It makes so much sense yeah, as well because yeah. of the pandemic. Everyone wanted to mm. call each other. Was that intentional, Adam? You didn't include it. No, I didn't even think about it. And <laughs> even I think when we recorded the episode, Mullen, you mentioned FaceTime as one of what you thought would be a good <laughs> really? choice in the list. And, but I already had the list. I, you know, <laughs> I was like, eh. At least you're consistent. So, <laughs> any guesses? Any guesses as to? Uh, which one you think was mentioned first? Uh, um, Including about notes. pics, I'm going to s- say messages. <laughs> right. Zach thinks messages? Yeah, I messages think Safari. Yeah. I'll double down on my pick. <laughs> okay, okay. And Mon's still on so, FaceTime. <laughs> uh, I'll, go, I'll go over the ones that actually are related to uh, with the ones you picked. So <laughs> third was um, App Store. Dang, third again? Now... One of the things we talked about during the episode, and I was a little wishy-washy, was uh, App Store, the app, versus App Store, the concept. Mm -hmm. When I was looking through the live blog, to me, it was very, very obvious uh, in almost every case which they were talking Mm -hmm. about. When we talk about like, oh, the new um, uh, Swift Playgrounds for iPad, you'll be able to write your own apps and upload them to the App Store. Like, that's not the Mm -hmm. App Store app. That's the App Store concept. When we're talking about Mm -hmm. like uh, Xcode in the cloud, that's like App Store concept Mm -hmm. so the first uh solid thing i could see uh uh reference to the actual app store itself was um in reference to the new the new um what is it things that developers can have the events that you can have for your apps and they should like and if you look in the app store it'll be present right Mm -hmm. there and i will show it in the app store widget and i felt like that was a reference clearly to the app Mm-hmm. itself uh mm-hmm. showing those things and that was yes an hour and 41 minutes in it was it was very close to to the end uh <laughs> that's a, that's an interesting sorry i don't want to go on that tangent but no. or like a sidetrack but i found that one to be really interesting the sort of a b testing and the different versions that you can have of your app in the app store um so if you're not familiar with it what you can do is basically have two different versions so you can have two different mm-hmm. icons and two different s- sets of screenshots and what's what i'm wondering is if you have two different sets of icons uh what happened and, and i mean on ios you can have different icons once the user actually installs the app so if i install the one with uh, icon b that's the uh, that's the app i'm going to keep on having what is happening then if you have a universal app or an app that's also available on the mac app store too bad different <laughs> icon yeah it seems seems a bit odd right i mean technically what, what mac are you, apps worried, already what do, are you, what do are you have different icons thinking about that you, because you can't test 
No, you, like Mac let's apps? let's say you have on on iOS, you A/B test your blue icon and your red one, mm-hmm. but the Mac one doesn't get that, right? So you you download the the app, you get the red icon because you were in in A/B test B, but on the Mac you still get the blue one because there's no A/B test on on the Mac and no way, no system way mm-hmm. or no not the same kind of uh, API to change your app icon. Mm. So on the Mac, you'll just get the default, essentially. Wait, how does that work? Does I, I, so you're saying that, I didn't know this, the A-B testing doesn't just affect the icon that's shown in the App Store, it actually affects the icon that you'll get in the downloaded yeah. app? So if you download that, that's the one you'll then actually have on mm-hmm. your home screen. So I believe you have two different icon sets in, the, in your uh, exactly. Xcode project. Okay, which makes sense, right? You yeah, don't yeah. want to see a red red app downloaded yeah. and then it shows I wouldn't up as care. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. <laughs> that's you know, that's a that sounds like a customer problem to me. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and you're not the customer. Anyway, anyway. cool. Um, okay, so I okay. I already told you who got third. <laughs> it was App Store, uh, Kai. Yeah. Uh, second, twenty two minutes in was. The first uh, reference I could find was to camera, and that was in specific reference to the live text feature, which they added, which lets you uh, – things in the camera image can uh, be mm-hmm. detected mm-hmm. as text, and you can copy and paste it and select it and all that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. And the first uh, – obviously, that leaves the the, the mm-hmm. first mention, which was not only the first in what you picked, but it was actually the first of all the things on the list – so I don't know if you should get a bonus point for that, but uh, no. yeah, messages, which is what uh, Zach picked. Mm. Well done. Woohoo. Mm. The other close Thanks. ones were photos and Safari that were mentioned with the, um, right after they talked about messages, they talked about the, the shared with you feature where mm-hmm. uh, things that were shared with you show up in photos and, and links show up in mm-hmm. Safari. Mm-hmm. And those were mentioned at the exact same time. So that would have been tough if uh, any of you had picked those two things, mm-hmm. but you know. All right. And the last one, and this one's easy because this one is not a time-based one. Uh, this question some was, for me. <laughs> the next version of macOS will be named after a place located in which part of California? Northern coastal, southern coastal, or inland? And Monterey is northern California on the coast, and that is what Kai picked. Mm. And so he gets the points. It's a good name. Hmm. And yeah, I, I I hate that name, but we'll get to that uh, in the next uh, in the next round. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> awesome. All right, yeah, that, 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 I, I like this segment. So Zach, w- before the recording, we argued about how many points should reparons be worth, and Zach was arguing <laughs> for less. Can I change my answer? <laughs> no, no, it's fine. I I stand by two. Two seems fair. <laughs> Congratulations! Uh, to you. To I, I didn't really have to put in effort, so I think as few points as <laughs> you know, possible. You know, and, and when you and you, uh, you know, win or lose by a couple points, you'll be happy. Yeah. Oh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna kick myself. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Should awesome. we go into the first real round? Considering how long yeah. it took us to get through the rapid rounds, let's see how long sure. the other ones let's take. Let's do it. The, this is a little quicker. The, um, the actual predictions rounds. I think the first one is the consumer round. So consumer. Yes, indeed. And this round, all the rounds were named after macOS uh, release names previously. And the po- number of points given was the number of letters in the name of macOS. Mm, including white spaces. <sighs> we, we, we never make this easy. <laughs> the, first, the first round. Uh, wait. Yeah. Yeah. This is the second <laughs> segment. This is the first round. So, so, blah, blah, blah. The Sierra <laughs> round. Six points. 
Yes. Uh, Kai predicted that macOS 12 would be named Monterey. Mm-hmm. And I got that. Are we going to go through that. the picks first? Oh, yeah, and you got it. We'll say you got it. Yes, yes. <laughs> and that was a wild card. So you got your yes, double points. I think we forgot to mention in the beginning of this, a wild card gives you double the points. Yes. So that means Kai got 12 points. Yeah. Good job. Mullen, you picked uh, custom app icons on mm. iOS 15. And before we say whether or not that happened, even though everyone listening probably knows, we'll mention that Kai challenged you on that he thought mm-hmm. that would not happen and mm-hmm. one of the two of you was very right and the other one was very <laughs> wrong yeah yeah so we're saying the theme of kind getting points uh-huh. and one is very wrong <laughs> yes custom it was there was a certain logic to it but it, it just didn't happen they're saving that for 15.1 perhaps <laughs> uh Zach's pick was that uh, someone on stage or in the video, sorry, would mention how much people love their AirTags, uh, which Apple tends to do when they're talking about a product that they released recently, um, mm-hmm. which I don't think AirTags was mentioned at all. No, I don't think it happened. So. Yeah. I'll, I'll call up the points here. Um, Kai? <laughs> yes? I just saw that you added minus six points because you challenged mine. Is that the rules of challenging? No. I think you just gain points, but I don't nah. lose points. Yeah, correct. Kai would have lost points if he had yes. lost the challenge. He cool. takes the risk. You don't. Yeah, perfect. Good catch. And uh, I'll just mention that in this game, I get one <laughs> challenge <laughs> round where I can think that you all messed up yes. and pick my own thing. And uh, that I chose this round, and obviously I was wrong because Kai did win for his pick in Monterey. But my pick was custom watch faces, and I would have lost anyway. So it doesn't <laughs> doesn't really matter. Um, and this we... wasn't a challenge round. This was a wild card round because mm. I don't lose points. I didn't really do a challenge. Mm. So, so says no. I. No, you... I think that's correct. Yes, I get both a wild card and a challenge. Yeah. The wild card I have to do. Yeah. The yes. challenge is optional. Yeah, and I don't have the I don't don't have the guts to do it. <laughs> <laughs> all right we also had the new concept this time that adam could like what was it adam can give you respect or he can boo maybe your pick and you boo this yes. one does that give anyone I, any points did we did we have no, any that was points the, that was multiplier that? so if zach yes. would have gotten that he if would i'd have, gotten it i would have lost points right uh, you would have, oh, got you would have gotten like 25 less points yeah 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 yeah, yeah. 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 it so, wouldn't have got the full yes you're right yeah. so if if it was something that adam didn't approve of you get 50 percent Less points. 25% less <laughs> yeah. points. Otherwise, you get... And so one thing I'm trying to figure yeah. out now is whether or not I should... Like, when I think... When I don't like a pick and I also think it's not going to happen, should I even bother booing no. it? No. But I thought this was reasonable. I actually thought this could have happened. Mm. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Because like I don't you said, remember. it's one of the things that they often like to do, especially yeah. when they're filling time. Like, yeah, you they seem to be for half if, of this yeah, keynote. Yeah. 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 Good morning. Customers love Ready for the next round? <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's it. <laughs> No Next way. round is Mojave. Six points. Mm-hmm. We'll start with Mullen's pick, which was maybe the hardest for us to decipher now retroactively. Uh, collaborative work products, parentheses, like iWork. Mm-hmm. And Mullen, we'll give you first chance to... <laughs> to explain myself. Dig, dig into your memory and tell <laughs> us what you believe yeah. you meant and what we all agreed you meant <laughs> so I believe I was, two weeks ago. I was pretty inspired by Three weeks ago. watching the Google I.O.'s keynote when they introduced, I think it was a new product. Um, but I, I, I sort of thought this would be something that goes in line with pages and like all the iWork product, but it's a new product and it would be focusing a lot on the collaboration part. So something for people to work online together in a really collaborative way, but something that's not just pages or potentially something that has more like more so components to at it. At the risk of 
giving you extra points. I I thought all the share play stuff would fit in very nicely into this because it allows for a lot more collaboration. That's true. That it wasn't true. announced. But it wasn't that specific tool that they... Was there a specific product that Apple introduced? Wasn't uh, that more of an API? Like notes that you can now do there, more things Yes, there is notes. And uh, that's the thing I felt was sort of falling in here. But I said that there would be a new product and notes is more like... It's more of an improvement to notes. So that's why I think I shouldn't get points. Okay. Very... very precise pick you selected them it is it is yes no but i sort of thought it would be a new product and it's not a new product there was a lot of collaborative related stuff announced just not precisely what you Mm -hmm. decided to precisely state okay do you uh, maybe my recollection of this event no i agree i i I, my recollection was that you were just imagining there'd be some new Mm -hmm. app or product or or something that was not and i think you even said like oh but there is collaboration in pages is that the same and then we talked about it not being the same so i I shouldn't get points all right Mm. okay no points that was also when i booed but i don't remember why i booed it um (laughs) Maybe I just thought it was weird. Maybe maybe <laughs> I didn't understand it. I don't know. This was I don't know. Very, this was a, uh, the pick was much clearer on the day when we. If only, this. if only we had like a an, an audio recording of our, of our line of thinking <laughs> that we could go back and, and check. Such as I guess we'll last never know. podcast episode. Yeah, it's also this um, episode we purposefully recorded way before WWDC to avoid the spoilers, mm-hmm. but that had the unexpected side effect uh, of us not remembering what we picked so we'll learn and we'll so um zach made the first of of m- many uh, uh cursed uh hardware related <laughs> uh picks uh with mm. d- just thinking that there may be a new apple display announced and as there was no new hardware there was also no display we think i, I think it's bit, coming I'm, I'm surprised we didn't challenge one day this. I'll, I'll be right like <laughs> i did day. not expect this would happen at dub dub so i'm surprised we didn't challenge it well, I thought that if they do new Pro Max, yeah. that whenever they do them, mm-hmm. it's going to come alongside. But so that's kind yeah, of my mm, thought there. Only if it would be, yeah. But I, I thought none of us picked Pro Max. We only picked well, Pro MacBook. You did hindsight to say and that one, this pick is not no, good. No, that's not what I'm saying. I'm just asking why none of us challenged it. Yeah. I already blew through my challenge yeah. when you were coming <laughs> yeah, to that's, that's true. And it's my pick, so I'm not going to challenge it. <laughs> <laughs> or do we want to count? Yeah, why, why, I'm just wondering why I didn't challenge it. That's, that's all this is. Um, yeah, Zach, I'm surprised that you're not making a, you're not making a desperate argument of uh, universal <laughs> control kind of being your iPad is your new, uh, is your new Apple display. Uh. Which I, you, we would look, probably there, not have There is one with. I'm going to make a desperate argument ah, okay. for, so I'll save that. <laughs> we'll save that. <laughs> I get that in my back pocket. I'm, I'm going to make a plea to you as the um, adjudicator. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'll I know what this one is right. about. Yeah. But most importantly, uh, Kai's pick was that iPad OS would have home screen widgets, which yeah. I think we all agreed with, and uh, he got it pick. right. And that was, uh, I picked his pick, so yeah. I was also right. <laughs> So nice. that means <laughs> it, every every round has to end with me patting myself on the back, for something. <laughs> even though you were the actual contestants. <laughs> I'm also not seeing that I'm picking <laughs> Google Docs. Google Docs is such a terrible product. It is so hard to just mark things the same way. Because I'm already using like 12 different shades of red and four different shades of green because it's impossible to just say mark this one green, mark this one red because they're all garbage. Anyways, moving on. Moving on. 
The next round is the Big Sur round. It's worth seven points. We're, we're going up in points. And I think this time we'll start with Zach's pick, which was another hardware pick that there would be a, uh, an M1, an, another M1 <laughs> or M1 Plus or M2 Mac. Mm-hmm. And no, no new Mac so it far. It was not. No, mm-hmm. no. Good for the wallet, not good for the wallet. This is your desperate plea one, I'm assuming. No. Not, <laughs> where was the M1? <laughs> No, I'm it was kidding. there in the background. They just didn't really talk about it. <laughs> we don't know what uh, Xcode Cloud's running on. <laughs> so moving on to potentially, potentially actually controversial picks. Um, Kai picked mm. that there would be uh, pro, uh, pro apps for iPad or iPad mm-hmm. pro apps. Mm-hmm. or It's the one we picked many, many, many times. Mm-hmm. And um, Mostly Kai, who doesn't even use an iPad. <laughs> One of the things we always talk about uh, when we talk about examples, we talk, say, oh, maybe Logic Pro for iPad or Final Cut Pro or maybe Xcode for iPad. And we think of like See? this being this, this rumored develop, uh, yeah. development tool for iPad that will let uh, developer pros make apps. Has and Xcode we got- been one of the examples we bring up? Yeah. Okay. Yes. And, yeah. and, we, got, and we got the closest thing where both arguments would totally be valid. <laughs> that it didn't happen is to- I t- can totally see the, the the line of arguing. And that it happened is mm. also kind of reasonable because <laughs> technically you could build an app with an Xcode project and, and ship it yeah. to app stores. I, <laughs> I think the distinction here is that they didn't rename it. If it was a separate app with a different name, points all the way down. <laughs> see, they called it like no. app, app Creator or something like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I honestly think this is... And I would qualify this as a new app. Yes, they use the same name, but I, I would say he should get points for this. I am a bit surprised that we allowed him to pick this and Xcode in the next segment. Like he actually also picked Xcode for the iPad, didn't you? How would I remember? iPad IDE. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I was a bit surprised uh, we allowed him to do both. But uh, Yeah, me too. Uh, that's something that we previous us should have so, taken care of, and we didn't. So I think I should get points. So, Malin, just questioning what you just said, <laughs> do you think, aside from it not being a new app or not, we can argue that Swift Playgrounds 4 is a new app from Swift Playgrounds 3, maybe. Um, do you think Swift Playgrounds 4 is a pro app? Yes or no? <laughs> not can it do things related to things that pros also do on other platforms on other apps but is swift swift playground for none of us have touched it we don't know we've seen little barely seen any of it but in your gut in your heart do you think yeah that's a pro app man oh, when you put it that way you make it sound so serious that's it's what like, his pick says i'm reading it right yeah? there his I know, pick is but like pro iPad app is like pro apps pro app is like i would work i would use it for my professional work which mm. I don't know if it's too bare bone for that. But like, it might not be. That's but the it thing, might right? not. It's, it's hard. Had we, if we had it in our hands, we, I think we would, within 10 minutes, be able to say, mm-hmm. all right, we can actually build serious views here. Or we would be like, yeah, this is, mm-hmm. this is for like the next step from someone learning it. But and, yeah, that's, that's the thing. But that's sort of how they introduced it. It's like when you graduate from like the playgrounds example, like the, the traditional playgrounds, you can go ahead and build apps but i think they even worded it that way like simple like initial apps or simple apps they used something that made it sound like you're not gonna complete it might not be like a full-fledged or like a really advanced app but at the same time i believe that there was nothing that like said that you couldn't ship an app from there no they explicitly said that you can ship yeah. an app. you can ship an app from it 
And chipping an app makes it. I would say it's a pro. I can record a podcast in GarageBand. I can, which many people do. Right, but it's not the pro app we're looking for. Right, (laughs) it's not. If they announced here's GarageBand five with uh, now you can you know publish podcasts directly, which I actually think used to be in GarageBand. Hmm. Um, But yeah, I I think I think this is a pro app. I think with all the. Everything they said, you should be able to ship it directly. It might be a bit more limited. The weird but. thing is, I would almost say it's more of an iPad IDE than it is a Pro app. <laughs> yeah. Right? See, I, I would be inclined to say, give you the points in the geek round, but not these points. Yeah, I kind of lean that way too. Okay. I, I can get behind the iPad IDE thing, but, but I can't really just, get behind this being in, like a new yeah, iPad Yeah, but mostly Pro because app. of the wording, right? Mm-hmm. It's the wording, it's, it's an IDE. But not a pro IDE. That's yeah. kind of how I see it. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. I mean, I don't feel like I need to continue arguing why you should get points. No, I, I'm on the fence. I think we. I think we all feel comfortable not giving tie points. For this. <laughs> no, but I, I do. Think, <laughs> I, I like, forgot about the IDE one. I, one. I think. I, and I think maybe the only reason we allowed the IDE one is maybe when we were talking about this iPad Pro apps, we were just. The, maybe we just talked on, about logic yeah. and Final Cut, and that's yeah. the kind yeah. of thing we were really focused right, that's on. That's no points for this. I, I think right. this is just so. the way I worded it. Had I said yeah. uh, being able to ship iPad apps, then that would have counted, but I didn't, so yeah. it's not a pro app. Mm-hmm. It's definitely yeah. the 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 casual companion yes. version. They, 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 they've helped us by actually having the word playground right in the name <laughs> to let us know it's not a, it's not not a, a pro playground. app. Not pro. <laughs> yes. Um, Malin, you picked... Mail app revamp mm-hmm. mm. did not happen, and I think by the common thinking of what revamp means, <laughs> that that did not. No, I mean we did happen. get the changes, some changes too, like how you can track people opening the emails and those type of things. But no, I expected this to be a lot more. Yep. Oh, that was my prediction. How did you color the entire column out? See, I don't know how you color the text. <laughs> So this round, no one got any points. Um, this should have been the one that I picked for the wild card, obviously. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but instead, I, I picked uh, Kai's pick because I, I felt bad for him. And now I feel bad for me and everyone else. <laughs> Ready to move on to Catalina? It's an eight-point round. Yeah, yeah, let's do it. Okay. We will start with Kai, who uh, started to get a little bit of that uh, new hardware prediction bug from Zach <laughs> and uh, predict uh, a new iMac, which I think was more wishful thinking than even a realistic prediction even at the time. Yes. And it turns out... None of that. Yes, indeed. <laughs> None of that. Malin, you picked <laughs> head-mounted displays. Oh, I don't think... I, I didn't Speaking think this would actually thinking. happen. I, this was very much a wishful thinking. You don't think ARKit 5 counts? No. <laughs> No. Neither do I. I was just kidding. No. Uh, Sorry about that. Would it have been that. cool, though? Wouldn't it have been cool? Maybe they had it ready, but there's like no new hardware. What can we say? We can't. Mm. Uh, Zach, you picked new iMessage features, which I think Ooh, there we were, got, indeed. What were those? What are those new features? The the big one was the do not disturb sharing mm-hmm. status-y mm-hmm. thing. But there's also, uh, if you go to like Apple's webpage, there's a bunch of sharing stuff. And Don't you also have a, rea- um, a reaction? All this stuff. Like... Do you have like reactions in group chats or th- something new with that? I don't know if anything changed there. Maybe it's just the same as but usual. Definitely some fancy do not disturb notify right. anyway right. features like yeah. Slack has. Yeah, that's nice. Um, yeah. Cool. All right. Very cool. Zach gets eight points. Mm-hmm. And that Finally, also means it's been such a while. <laughs> Adam gets oh, points. Oh, I, pick, I picked. Uh, Adam gets the mm-hmm. points. I get the points. I get the points. 
It's been such. It's been so long. So many rounds since someone got points. I'm excited. We really did do well so far. But the next round is Yosemite. It's also an eight point round because mm-hmm. it's an eight point word. And this time we'll start with Malin, who predicted that we would get uh, widgets on the lock screen. See, I th- I think this might happen later this year, but not not this time. No. Yeah. Yeah. I see. It's coming. I, it, there's no. It could be something to say for the September event because there might not be a developer changes for this. So could happen. I'll continue picking it. Yes, yes. But don't feel bad, Malin, because you also challenged a pick this round, and that was Zach's pick, which was the the uh the much beloved and anticipated wallet archive feature, which uh Unless I'm mistaken, I'm getting pleading with you that this should be accepted because, granted, it was not mentioned <laughs> okay, in the keynote. I, there was a lot of excitement on Twitter about it. I probably saw at least half a dozen <laughs> tweets, people calling it out, completely unrelated to like my pick. And then I got the messages hours or, after or the six. keynote saying that this happened. <laughs> yeah, I know. Half a dozen sounds so much so, more. So this happened. You've confirmed it absolutely this happened. happened. It's, it's on added, Apple's website. But it was not announced. It's in the iOS 15 previews feature page. And so, what happened was during the keynote, I tweeted out that it didn't happen, and I was sad because after watching the wallet section, I didn't uh. see it. I went to sleep between the keynote and the State of the Union, and then I woke up to like three messages saying, "Hey, this happened. Hey, this happened. Hey, this happened." I'm like, "Yeah, but it didn't happen in the keynote." So, look, I fully concede that this did not happen in the keynote. But it happened, and there was excitement. I wasn't the only one excited about this, based on the tweets that I saw in an so unrelated context. My, my I, feel, I, yeah. I, I feel ashamed now for yeah, my people comments. were excited I about it. I felt the same. So, my, my problem here is, I would have totally given you those as bonus points, had it not been a wild card, and had it not been challenged. But because of those conditions, I think we have to follow what we set out the rules to be in, in the first place was that it would be announced because that was when Marlin decided to challenge it when she when she realized wait they're never going to mention that at a keynote did, so did, did Zach specifically say it would be mentioned or we, it would that, be announced those were the rules we yeah. set out yes I, for, for so the was consumer it? round it had to be during the it keynote. was mentioned at the beginning I didn't make this pick with that in mind and I think after that after I said that someone said yeah but it has to be mentioned in the keynote and I was like oh I don't know if that's going to happen but yeah mm-hmm. Because I remember us talking about it having to be mentioned. And then I think Adam went back clarifying some rules that it had to be... Didn't you say it had to be mentioned or... um or interesting enough for the community to no, no, talk no, no, about no, no. it. There, and that happened on the things. Twitter. That's, we that's, said the consumer that's round, to allow the pick. We, we said for a consumer round, it had to be keynote. Okay. And for the developer round, it, we need to know it by the next recording. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. I mean, that sounds... Re- that sounds... If that's what we decided on, I agree. I don't think, I don't think oh, there should be points rough. for this. But I also, uh, I also feel I like it is rough because it is there. But, it finally I, happened. I can never use this pick again. I'm I never going to get these I points know, again. I know. <laughs> we'll see how it's, how we complete this. Maybe maybe we can give you some bonus points. <laughs> okay, if I'm dead last. <laughs> so it uh, sounds like I didn't have I didn't have to make the deciding vote after all. That Kai and Mal are in agreement. 
Well, I, I think I'm, I don't so want to be. I just don't want Zach to be mad at me. Well, I, don't oh, think I, I thought that Adam Zach makes the, the ruling the on the controversial on ones. I forgot. Yeah, like I honestly Zach don't remember. I should make the decision. I don't remember at all whether we said stuff had to be mentioned in the keynote. Yeah, I know most prediction episodes on podcasts I watch that is the rule, but I always thought that yours was different, and you had this like, oh, as long as we find out about it during the no, week. No, no, we explicitly but, for this time yeah. we explicitly split it. Consumer had to be keynote, and developer had to be by the next recording. Okay, then it has to. Sorry, Zach. Mm. That's, I'm very happy as the bonus, like you probably mentioned last time, that even if you don't get the points, you still get the feature. So that, that's it's, true. But this is one I wanted, this was a point scrap. I wanted this to happen and I wanted points. <laughs> <laughs> you, you wanted, yeah, yeah, to, yeah, to yeah. rub it on our faces. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm very sorry. All right. So, uh, Kai, we're still in the same round. It's still in the assembly round. Kai picked Mac OS would have new widget location. They'd show widgets in some new nope. place or mm-hmm. new not way at all. that did not happen. No. You did get shortcuts though. Unrelated. Yeah. yeah. I don't think Very anyone unrelated. of us predicted that one. <laughs> <laughs> we also got a different widget size. <laughs> also unrelated. The next but- round is El Capitan. 10 points, 10 letters. And Zach, you picked redesigned control Didn't happen. center. How sad! Which that happen, I think, right? no. yeah. man, right. we are not good at this this time. Yes, yes. <laughs> I thought I thought that these were almost all that someone would win a, round, a point no matter every round. But, we have, but, I also right? felt like we were pretty like it were reasonable things to pick. We have a we gr- all we also all thought there was going to be some mm, hardware. Yeah, yeah. But we we have a grand total of three things right. <laughs> we, we have, I think. More points through challenges than through picks. So <laughs> I far. think we get better <laughs> well, in the next round. I don't know. I haven't added them up, but I think in the, the, the developer round, we do a bit better. Yeah. Cool. All right. Kai, you picked that there'd be a brand new, amazing home app. <laughs> I do not think I feel like happened. this was more wishful I, thinking. No. I think you overestimated Apple's commitment to uh, home app. Um, <laughs> Software quality. Not home kit. They love home kit, but you know. So, Did not happen. Nope. Mullen, mm-hmm. you picked improved iPad multitasking. And um, a- we could put the word improved in quotes, but I'll still <laughs> give it to you um, because it was certainly their attempt. I'm kidding. I just like to make fun of multitasking. <laughs> I do actually, I, I played around with it and I do agree with the, even the wording. I do think it's actually better. I do. Nice. During the keynote I, I would agree and during that. the State yeah. of the Union, I, I thought the three dots were kind of silly but i do like when you tap them how it kind of turns into those three options that you have which at least gives you kind of some kind of visual mm. wh- why is it three dots it's because it turns into three mm. options sure um dragging it around there is nice having that as an indicator of which window is actually the the mm-hmm. focus window you know how you have this kind of thing around the three dots to indicate which one is the focus the window that's currently having the focus mm-hmm. i think that is nice again very mm-hmm. It won't distract from anyone who doesn't need that feature, but people who use keyboard shortcuts and want to make sure they apply to the right window, they now have an indication. Could, could, I mean, it's not like super obvious, but if you know what you look for, you can now see which window is active. So I do think it's actually, and I don't think it makes anything more confusing for people who do not want to care, but it makes it more discoverable for people who didn't think they would care but would like to do it every now and then slide over is is better as a result of that as well where slide over now you you know you can can kind of see what slide what slide over thing you have the dock is the one thing that i didn't um really understand intuitively yet like i 
to be fair, I didn't use the iPad too much. But every time the dog comes up, I'm like, wait, what should I do here now? It's like I try to slide them, like swipe them around or move them somewhere. It doesn't work, but you can kind of, uh, yeah, that one. The dog is still mm-hmm. a bit weird. No, what is it called? Is it it's, the, is shelf? the shelf? The shelf. shelf. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, I the window shelf or something like that. Yeah, yeah. I still tr- struggle with the shelf. I don't know if it's more intuitive to either of you, but f- to me, the shelf was I the one where I was like, I don't know yeah. what, what I should do here. Sounds like a ringing endorsement. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you've convinced me. The last round of this segment is High Sierra, uh, 11 points, 11 letters. And Kai, he wanted his new iMac. Nope. And he also wanted, uh, for me, a new 16-inch yeah. equivalent MacBook Pro. And I wanted that too, which is why I picked Kai's pick. But we both are losers and there was no hardware. <laughs> Uh, and we got um, our pick wrong. But, uh, you know, Mullen's pick was no better. major Siri update. <laughs> and uh, the only Siri thing, again, that I saw was related to the uh, Siri on third-party devices, mm-hmm. which No, sounds... there is actually the, the offline processing that Siri does now. Ah, yeah. you're absolutely right. So I, I, that's that's actually one that I marked both correct and not I think, correct because I, I think I I think that's it's true. I didn't. It's not like it's yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I I I lean towards giving that, but I major is those kind of words just make it hard, right? Major. I know. Update. I just didn't what want is... it to be like, well, it's slightly faster or it's slightly more intelligent. But that's kind of what the yeah. Or, or so they I now, guess for they me, now have sports scores in yeah some other. Country. I guess for me, I expected this to be like multiple fa- multiple changes to Siri. So I think it is a major effort to make it happen on mm-hmm. device. the The result means you can use it in elevators, which <laughs> or in, in or in airplanes. Yeah, but. Yeah. Don't do that because don't do it in public spaces. Um, so I, I don't know. It it might have been major effort. I don't know. I don't think it's what you meant. I no. still lean towards giving you those points, maybe. But I, I have no idea what you meant, and so I guess I'd forgotten about the offline yeah, series stuff. But to me, that sounds like exactly like what this sort of is. It's, it's not it's, what I had in mind, but I do agree. It was it still fits major the description, changes. Right? We're we're taking it by face value, yeah. Zach. What do you think? I think the spirit of the pick was more major change, and I don't know if that's major. It's a nice new feature. It's a, definitely a new Siri feature, mm-hmm. um, one that I am very happy is there. I mean, but I think I sp- don't know if major is in the. I think I specifically I didn't specify what major is, and I think we were sort of feeling like, oh, we'll know it when we see it, <laughs> which I don't think we do. Um, no, I don't think that's this is that. Yeah, I sort of thought it would be multiple things, sort of adding up to a major, like major revamp, major changes. All right, I'm leaning towards giving it, uh, just because to me that seems like a major update. It's way, 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 way faster. Yeah, like if and you look at it, like the what speed it is and and reproducibility. If that's actually as as much be- better, I mean, I didn't mm-hmm. play with it, but if it's as much better as it looked like in the keynote, mm-hmm. and also the, you know... But it did get a fair bit of time in the keynote as well. With so I'm, I'm leaning towards yes, Zach leans towards no. Adam, you're, that just means you now have to be... Make someone both mad. Of your, both of your arguments, actually, I was, I'd listened to each of your arguments. I was like, yeah, I think you're right. And then <laughs> the other person would talk about, yeah, I think that's right. Part of the problem I have is uh, I don't... Maybe I'm just not a Siri fan. I cannot, I'm an imaginative person. I can't think of what a major Siri update would actually be other than this. Like, I don't, they're not ever going to have like, and now Siri, you know, read your mind or, I mean, mm-hmm. Siri is a voice assistant. You say stuff, it answers. The only thing they can really do is add more things it can answer or. 
are I, sort I think of like it would have been clearer answers, if, right? if Siri would have been able to handle multi-request queries, right? I think then we would have all said, all right, that's actually a Siri has gained functionality rather than just has a new mode, right? Now it's more <laughs> like Siri does the same thing, but now does it a bit faster. To me, seems less major than if you could say... See, it's funny because when you say the multi-query stuff, I just think like, ah, Siri just can handle... It's, it's always been able to handle progressively more complex things as time has gone on, mm-hmm. and this is just the next no, iteration I, I think of if you could have what we've seen. said something, like if the demo would have said... Hey device, uh, turn on the TV, uh, turn the lights on, and stop the music, and it would just do all of those things for you, and mm-hmm. and then you would do follow up. Oh, also, uh, um, uh, turn on the the air conditioner without having to mm-hmm. s- say the trigger word again. We would have all said, all right, that actually is mm-hmm. a functionality, mm-hmm. a significant functionality improvement yeah. that would actually have a quality of life improvement. I agree by itself. Well, I this agree. seems more like. But this it, was the same type of demo, but just focus on something yeah. else. That's why I'm, that's why I'm on the fence, but I, I lean towards giving it because I do think it is major. Not not in the way I expected it mm-hmm. to, but still major. Yeah, I feel, feel the same. So Adam, all right, I'm going to I, I if I have to if I have to decide, which I am not eager to do, um, I I would I would give I'm going to give you the points. All right, eleven points. According to right. the Verge's live blog, the person blogging this said. This was like the best Siri demo in years. Mm-hmm. And mm. so, you know, maybe The Verge helped, uh, you know, sway my vote. Okay. Yeah. Um, Zach, new audio hardware. And I'm, <laughs> I'm always thinking like, nah. oh, that didn't happen, but am I wrong? I don't, I, is that, was nah, there something with no hardware. earphones or something? I didn't uh, see any hardware. We yeah, could, we could yeah, just do no. a search on this entire document. And when it includes hardware, you just mark it as yeah. no points. <laughs> Which also right. coincidentally means not a lot of points for any of us. <laughs> no. I didn't pick any hardware. I still didn't get many points. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that concludes the uh, uh, Kai's adding up the interim points, which we'll, we'll reveal at the very mm-hmm. end. But that con- consumes the so-called consumer round. Oh, we're not even doing the And in- now we can talk. Interim yeah, we should, we should add some suspense here and let people know how many okay. points we have. Uh, no, you, okay. Yeah, once Kai's done yeah. coupling. All right, uh, so Adam, what is our total for the consumer round? Where do we stand for the consumer round? Kai, I'm just going to go in order that they're written, um, <laughs> so people won't even know. Kai got 27 has 27 points thus far. Mm-hmm. Malin has 29 points thus far. Zach has nine points thus far, and Adam has 24 points. Oh, yeah. Malin's, Malin's extra Siri points really uh, helped there. Yeah, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) That's not how this works. (laughs) (sighs) All right. So let's go into the round. In in life, I I like having power, but then when it actually comes down to making decisions and (laughs) taking away people's point livelihoods, I feel (laughs) terrible. I know this Um, is a very serious game, too, so I see your concern. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Thanks, Adam. <laughs> I, I just think we gotta like get me. many people being upset about the wallet thing. I can feel it already. Well, it's well, it's just that yeah. we're following our the rules that we set out. Mm. It's not that any of us are happy about this, but <laughs> if I didn't <laughs> say that, make it seem like you're very happy about this. <laughs> no one thought you were yeah, happy. There's two of you who are very happy about this. Right. It, it's the people's pick. They're all rooting for uh, us, you know. <laughs> Are we ready for the next uh, segment? Yes. The developer 
picks. A.K.A. Geek, but Mala never really liked the name. <laughs> so she has changed it. All right. Uh, the first round is the lion round. We're, down, we're back down to four points, mm-hmm. but that's fine. They will keep going up again. <laughs> Kai, you picked subscription offers redeemable on macOS. I have no idea. <laughs> no, they're and not. And to clarify, but these we picks are, c- c- are things it. that we... These picks are things that we could just happen throughout yes. the week. Anything mm-hmm. we found out happened by the end of the week. That is correct. Counts. Yes. Yes. Okay. Till today, really. Yeah. 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 Fair enough. Yeah. 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 So uh, as, subscription offers. Go ahead. As far as beta one of Monterey, we're still getting the same silly uh, issue when you try to redeem an offer code, which is saying that the offer code is invalid despite it being totally valid if you would redeem it for the same app on an iOS or iPadOS device. I would love this to be fixed. So yeah, I'm definitely going to file a radar about this. But as of beta one, it is still still in the state it was. Hmm. So not fixed, no points. No points. Malin, you picked uh, more custom default apps, similar to last year, how they allowed uh, default apps for web browsers. And what was the other one? Email. Yes, Mm -hmm. yes. Um, I haven't heard anything about this. Um, I'm surprised. I'll probably pick it next year again. Mm. (laughs) Uh, And Zach had a pick. It was his wild card, and I gave him respect for it. And then I got uh, made fun of for giving him respect, but I still stand by it because I think it was a cool idea. A reverse catalyst, like Catalyst lets you take your iOS apps and make and have a Mac uh, app that runs UIKit, this would be take your Mac apps that use AppKit mm-hmm. and have them somehow runnable on iOS. And it's so crazy, of course, Apple didn't actually announce anything. I don't think any of us thought that it actually would, but I still I still respect the idea. And I still respect my name. Tsulatak, if they ever, ever release it. Tsulatak. Tsulatak. I didn't, yeah. I, I will make it clear, I respect the pick, not Kai's uh, name uh, prediction. See, when you say it fast, it's not bad. Tsulatak. Yeah. So no one got points. Nope. We're off to a, 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 a great start. There's not All even right. any hardware picks. The next round is the Tiger round. Five points. Malin, you picked that Apple would uh, make available a weather API, which has been much discussed, but maybe it's still coming one day, Mm -hmm. or maybe there's various uh, business reasons why that can't ever come. We don't know. Nah, I still think they should (laughs) They should just do it. Yeah, yeah. Um, We did get a really nice new weather app, though. Yeah. Uh, Not on iPad, but on iOS. Uh, I I don't like the new weather app. <laughs> I, I've not actually tried it yet, but uh, I I don't hate it. It's just like information density. It's like oh, now only sixty percent of what used to fit on my screen fits on the screen without having to scroll, and so it's a net loss. And it's pretty much the same information. Okay, that I care about. I don't care about you know wind direction. So for me, me, for me, I do <laughs> not. You want me to start using place. Apple Design Award winning app Carrot? Or recently acquired Weatherline. Oh, I, I said you need to use Apple Award, Apple Design uh, Award winning app, uh, Carrot. Carrot. I have not tried Carrot Weather. I should. Uh, what I do like, though, about the weather app is that Apple's weather app now has uh, rain alerts, mm. which is nice. Yep. Because the only way I interact with Apple's weather app so far is through a widget. So now for me, that will increase from widget and push notifications. And I'll still use Weatherline as long as it's, as it's running for, for actually like looking at the view ahead, uh, 
week ahead. So for me, this is this is great because I never opened a main app anyways. Do but I, I got more system features now to to let me know when I'm getting wet and not, <laughs> which is nice. Do we know that Weatherline is not going to be around much longer? Yeah, they're, okay. they've been acquired and they will shut down at some point in the future. Okay. Hmm. So moving on. Yeah. Uh, in this, we're still in the tiger round, and now we have two similar picks that have to do with um, some new view controllers that would provide some, uh, you know, common uh, functionality. Zach's pick was a sort of what's new view controller, similar to you know the apps like to show you kind of like a version of the release mm-hmm. notes mm-hmm. or what's new when you first launch a new upgrade. Um, the idea was that maybe Apple would provide a, a, a view controller you could use to get that for free or easier, and uh, that was not part of the iOS 15 update. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Similarly, uh, Kai picked a, a similar one, but it was for um, like a subscription purchase view mm-hmm. controller. Um, so kind of, I think the idea there was that there would be a little more um, uniformity mm-hmm. and standard way of showing subscriptions mm-hmm. to yeah. weed out scams and, yeah. and kind of help people adhere to Apple's yeah. uh, exactly. guidelines. Exactly. That's better. the thing. Those guidelines yeah. tend to be pretty strict. So if they would have something, I think... It makes sense to have some. Yeah, type of there, no, there are two conceptual near near APIs that we got. One was the Sorkit that touches subscriptions, Sorkit Two, much nicer <laughs> that's for subscriptions. And this the is other that near one that's actually more philosophically near is the location button that yes, forces you to present the location button mm-hmm. in a way that users see that it's a location permission button, and they automatically mm-hmm. make it. They they don't let you push mm-hmm. press it if you uh-huh. pick colors that kind of obfuscate that it's a location button. So it's conceptually, I think, kind of yeah. kind of near, right? It's yeah. a yeah. button that you it's can true. present that Apple kind of makes sure is mm-hmm. clear to the user and doesn't doesn't let you do it if it's not so you're gonna pick this one next year i will commit to this one again as (laughs) well yes so anyone that wants this update your radars with the uh the evidence and and logic that uh, kai (laughs) just presented that there's you know it's it's aligned with apple's current direction i'm also a bit scared that no one will listen to future episodes because all we're saying is we picked the same stuff again (laughs) (laughs) so we just apply this list until we got everything and then uh we have to come up with some new what if we what if we introduce a new segment where like when we mark them, we look back at all of the historical picks, and then we still so get on points. How, I like that. So if you picked it before, depending mm. on how many uh, yes. uh, years before you picked it, you get bonus points for yes. for being a a early predictor. early adopter. Yeah, a, a legacy pick. Yeah, yeah. sure, sure. <laughs> so so far, we've done two rounds in the developer segment, and no we've awarded no <laughs> points to anyone. So now let's see if the jaguar. Six-point round will be any different. We'll start with Zach's pick, which is that Apple will offer app upgrade pricing. Nope. Mm, nope. Another one in the red. <laughs> Did not happen. Did not happen. Nope. <sighs> Maybe next year. Kai picked that um, you'd be able to use SwiftUI to uh, put uh, status items in the in the ma- menu on... This is macOS specific, yep. right? Um, did that happen? I don't nope, know. That did not happen. Did not happen. Okay. Unless I missed the API, but as far as I can I, tell, it yeah, didn't happen. I didn't see it. Mullen picked Swift UI modal presentation that it would be fixed yeah. or work. No, the there, there is, there there is a way in Swift UI f- to make it non dismissible um, if you have a sheet. Okay. And it happened. And it's a new API, bright yeah. API. And I think Marlon also accurately predicted what the API will look like because it's exactly the same API that mm. we use in our app as a wrapper at the moment. Yeah. 
Nice. It was really nice. exciting. Gotta gotta update all of my talk material. <laughs> <laughs> Malin, you're the first person to get points. Of course, I get some points, too, because I picked your pick, mm. so we're both on the board. Very sad. And we move on to the Panther round, seven-point round. Wait, that was, Malin, that was even a wild card. Yeah. Malin, so that was a wild card. Oh, double points. Does Adam also get double Very, points? No. Then? No. Oh. All right. Eh, you know, mm. I didn't have to. Th- you get the points because you had to use the creativity <laughs> to think of it. I just, you know, got to pick your pick. I don't get the wild card. Kai's pick for the next round which I don't remember what this even means. It's two words written in this box, <laughs> uh, test flight feedback. Um, Kai, do you mind uh, just reminding us what you thought this meant? Uh, test flight feedback was just an improvement to test flight feedback that we're now actually having hook in points, which we do have now to actually get information about feedback that has been provided. Mm. Um, was this meant to be like an email that you're getting or is it like the the quicker turnaround time, the t- quicker the quicker receiving of the feedback it was is that improvement enough? to that flow yeah and both of them would count yeah no i think i think that sounds reasonable yeah which it absolutely we, happened i'm very excited it's for that. Too. yeah it's, i love it i mean it's mm. been way overdue but i'm very happy that i mean i haven't actually used it yet so who knows what oh yeah like it should have been there from day one <laughs> no question yeah uh but i'm have zach do you have i mean don't want to go to next round already but zach did you apply for xcode cloud and get access yet i don't have access i have applied cool. right. how about you yeah. yes. same same state yeah cool yeah. then we yeah. talk more about that in the i next will round. absolutely uh very eagerly try it out but mm-hmm. uh yeah just don't yeah. have access there's yet. actually also a cool new feature if you have xcode 13 installed on your mac you know when you can go through a test flight uh, crash reports for example there's now in mm-hmm. App Store Connect a new button if you have Xcode 13 installed to say open this crash report in Xcode 13, which is pretty nice. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's nice. So well, nice. Cool. Yeah. I mean, you could do it before, right? Download the thing and then open the, yeah, the crash but, uh, in in your Xcode and mm. select the project. Now there's just a button you hit it and it opens the the crash report, which is pretty neat. In general, nice. there were so many nice updates to Xcode and all of the collaborative mm. tools. Cool. Mm. The next pick of this round is also a wild card that Mullen did. Uh, test flight on Mac OS. Yes. Another finally. Oh, so happy about this. What a yep. day. All of you three Mac OS developers listening, <laughs> this is this was your year. Well, I'm now kidding. people who have been thinking about becoming Mac OS developers and they're like, shoot, if there only was a way for me to have test flight, I then I would be on board. And now here we go. No, there's nothing stopping them. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. And I think it's... The more Apple, in general, I think this is the year that I was the most impressed of... Because there were always the the kind of fear, right? Uh, Mac OS becomes too much like uh, uh, iOS, and Apple just tries to put them together, and then Craig Federici has a big no behind him saying, no, they're not going to be the same. And people (laughs) are like, I don't believe the the guy in charge of software engineering. Um. But I think this year was actually a really good show, like example of Apple bringing a lot of features to all platforms simultaneously while building them for each platform, right? Mm-hmm. Like yep. just bringing a whole bunch of things that that we like test flight and and similar things to the Mac. Shortcuts is now coming to the Mac. There were a lot of things like that where where shortcuts on the Mac has most of the features that the iPad and iOS has, plus mm-hmm. some extra ones like like shell scripts and, and automator integrations. But as a as a native app kit and Swift UI app on the Mac, it's not just a catalyst app and thing, it kind of works. And and I think it's it's really exciting. Overall, I feel like this year we've had so many things where 
most of the features that came to one platform kind of came to all of them while maintaining the platform-specific paradigms and ways of working. And I think that's that's super exciting. And something that I think all of us were a bit worried about that often things wouldn't make it to the Mac. And it seems like Apple's now kind of embracing this this parallelness of of, of development. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it's what they're pushing for, right? That's what they're saying. We have SwiftUI, it's one platform, one framework, you apply it to everything. And it seems like that's kind of what they're doing internally. Like mm-hmm. the, the Shortcuts app was not built by a different team. It was mm-hmm. the Shortcuts team that learned how to make proper Mac apps. Hopefully I haven't played with it too much, but that learned how to make proper Mac apps, use SwiftUI to mm-hmm. build it. And some of those improvements made it into both platforms, mm-hmm. but they are still seeming still like They're still very different apps by the look of it. Mm. So I, I very much like that direction. Mm-hmm. I mean, Mon and I, we've, with, our, with our app, we've been very much on board with the philosophy, mm-hmm. right? We, we, that's what we're trying to do with Orbit, releasing mm-hmm. most features simultaneously while them never feeling like, oh, someone just ported a, mm. an iPhone feature to, to the Mac, but feeling yeah. very distinctly Mac. Yeah. And I think that's that's cool to see. That that's, I agree. It feels like Apple both uh, it really is embracing that approach, but also is embracing SwiftUI uh, as a way of building apps. And I think that's really cool mm. to see how soon that happened. Cool. Excellent. <laughs> Speaking of points. We're still in the Panther round. Yeah. What's that? Speaking of points, there are more points too. Speaking of points, we're still in the Panther round, seven points, and it is Zach's mm. turn. He uh, made a wild card pick that Apple would add the uh, the the actor Swift feature and act, actor model, uh, and that that would be supported in Apple frameworks. Mm-hmm. Is that yeah, I think the pick was that this would be uh, prominently announced for in at least one of the first party yep. frameworks, mm. and boy, was it ever! <laughs> yeah. Like it was, yeah. it was all the talk. <laughs> WWDC, um, which I did not expect. I honestly expected maybe one session at best, mm-hmm. um, kind of mentioning maybe how to do this with like a URL session or something. I, but no, I was that a bit example worried about came your up. Specificity of this pick saying the actor model because yeah, we got a lot of yeah. using a weight, but the actor was kind of mentioned for certain things when like did the it, main actor, right? It wasn't, it didn't get the same attention mm-hmm. as the, the, the general async Actually, I'm weight. not sure that's written down properly though. I'm pretty sure I would have said async away as opposed to actors. I'm pretty sure you said actors, but it doesn't matter. You get points either way. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't matter. Yeah. They were both very heavily mm. pushed. Yeah. But, um, yeah. I did mean async await. So <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so that round, everyone got points, yeah. uh, including me, because I picked Zach's pick and he got double points. Leopard is the next round. Seven points. By the we way, start with my first macOS version yes. I've ever used. Leopard. Oh, no, the first one I actually, I owned a Mac that run Leopard. I've used previous macOS versions, but Leopard was when I joined the Mac community as a full-time user of a <laughs> Mac uh, device. Sweet, sweet memories. Yeah. Right, we'll pause. Okay, now we're ready for one. Um, <laughs> Malin, we'll go with your pick first, woo-hoo, which woo-hoo. was a uh, Apple release a continuous integration uh, CI-CD system. Mm, they and, did. And did you know this? did they announce yeah. a CI-CD system. And the team is in Vancouver. Just gotta Xcode Cloud. We yeah. don't care anything about Vancouver. Um, <laughs> they didn't mention on. it in the presentation. Moving on, Zach's pick. <laughs> sorry, as soon as you say Vancouver, the round is over. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, I'm being a jerk. Please tell us about the beautiful Vancouver and the. Uh, no, but honestly, how, how I think this was. I'm so happy this came out because now we can now we can stop picking this. <laughs> Yes, yes. <laughs> no, but That's honestly, it's a lot we, of this. Yeah. We've been waiting on this for so long. I think we were. Sort of hoping, like last year, we really expected it because it's been a while since they acquired Bodybuild, um, which which was the 
Uh, which was an, a CI/CD system, so we really anticipated it to come out quite soon after that. But yeah, it took took a bit more time than I think we expected. But here we are, and we got it. And, and it looks really cool. And woo. I feel like there's more feature to it than I expected, and Especially, many things that fit into like the collaboration part as well. Especially all the mm-hmm. Xcode integration. I didn't <laughs> expect there to be that deep of an integration into Xcode. I I kind of expected it to live in App Store Connect, mm. but seeing it all being actually integrated in Xcode and kind of working together with the pull request features. And that I think that's super cool. It really paves the way for that iPad app that you never have to leave. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Like better documentation. Why go to Stack Overflow? Better (laughs) Git tools. Why you need the command line? Mm. Swift package manager. It's all visual. Why, why would you need the command line again? Mm -hmm. Like it's all kind of, you know, lining up. Yeah, Yeah. but it is, it is, it looks really neat. I think it's Xcode in general. Um, Xcode cloud is, is great as well, but, and I think, the name is just a bit difficult. I keep on want to say xCloud, uh, which is Microsoft's gaming uh, <laughs> product. But yeah, Xcode Cloud. It's fine. We'll get used to used to the name. But very excited to get started. And yeah. I'm also as soon as we get X. Code cloud access. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can update my main Mac to Monterey. That's the thing. Because, the uh, great thing with this is that you will be able to use this to deliver your apps and deliver your products, and you don't point. really need to worry about building things on your Mac anymore, ideally. Mm-hmm. And therefore, you will be able to submit it directly to the App Store, and you don't have to worry about what version you're on. Mm-hmm. So that's really cool. Sure, sure. Hadn't thought of that actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm I'm quite excited. And the session was full of. Uh, Vancouver references. They had float planes mm. on almost every. I don't know if you watched the session, but there were float planes, which are a very Vancouver thing. Uh, there were mentions of breakfast burritos, yeah. which was what the Bodybuild so team did during mm-hmm. WWDC three, four years ago, where they mm. offered free breakfast burritos in front of the convention center, mm. which was also uh, the the year when they were acquired. And the year before that, someone else did uh, breakfast burritos, and they were acquired. Then. <laughs> Um, so there seems to be a, a pattern if you want Apple to acquire uh, your company, offer breakfast yes. before, uh, before the conference center. Mm-hmm. Apparently that's, that's the trick. I guess building, building a cool product might help as well, but I think mm. the- Apple employees like burritos. They, mm-hmm. they come, apparently they, they come come they're getting the and- orbit burritos. <laughs> ah, there you go. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but I'm, I'm very excited. I'm looking forward to getting access and then yep. actually playing around with it. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. I think we're going to. It's good that we work together. <laughs> we're a two people team and we can, we can work with all those, all those features and see each other's what, what we're doing as well in Xcode guy. <laughs> sure. We gotta, gotta test all those features. Mm. Vancouver is the name of the city where <laughs> Xcode cloud was developed. I'm glad you picked up on that. <laughs> yes. Malin, you got seven points for that. Mm? Zach, unfortunately, you challenged uh, that, so you mm. lost seven points. I guess was the thinking just once a losing pick, always a losing pick. Uh, and this wasn't I, I think the I year. I hesitated, but yeah, yeah. yeah. We, I don't think we would have been shocked if this wasn't the year either. I think it's you yeah. know reasonable, but mm. took almost as long as Xcode on iPad. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Zach, your pick, uh, ambient mode for watchOS. Is this the always on screen thing or is this something yeah, else? Yeah, it's great. It happened. Oh, mm-hmm. The timeline yes, view. That, yeah. Yes, 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 indeed. So if you yeah. uh, have a third party app, you can now have, you can control more what's on the screen when you're in mm-hmm. the ambient mode mm-hmm. on, on the, on the watch. Yeah. So it's not just, and a you weird can update it, which background. I'm actually surprised about, but makes mm-hmm. total sense mm-hmm. in hindsight, mm-hmm. but that's really cool too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, yeah. and you can, um, as I think we mentioned last year, you know, uh, blur out or, or mm-hmm. obscure 
uh, potentially confidential mm. yeah. information with those mm. SwiftUI APIs, mm-hmm. which is, again, really cool. And you can also do that in widgets now mm. for widgets that are on the home, like the lock screen mm-hmm. notification mm-hmm. center. Um, so, another great feature. Mm. Yeah. Have any of the three of you with watches that support always on screens tested out the, the beta of watchOS and tried this? No. 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 I have not. I either. probably will I jump on curious. But you have to do the phone first. Mm-hmm. So, yes. I might wait to, like, the third <laughs> or fourth beta. <laughs> exactly. You'll be ready for the phone. Yeah. But I'm looking forward I, I to do it. Have a, I do have a spare watch, but I don't have a phone I can connect it to. Yeah. So... But yeah. was, and I, th- I think it's the kind of feature that unless you're unless you're doing it for your own app, like yeah. I just want to try it as a user. Mm-hmm. I want to be yeah. going for a walk and just sort of like I lifting know. up my mm-hmm. arm and going, oh, yeah. I guess third party apps still have to support it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I really I, you know, I'm assuming they, Apple's they really other apps more fully you support so. it, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but in most cases, a recompile is enough. Like I did try this mm-hmm. out from a development perspective. Obviously, you're not going to get any of the nice updating mm-hmm. if you just recompile, but it's yeah. still quite nice to not have the screen go to that weird time mm-hmm. view. So, yeah. I would take that, even just a simple recompile over nothing, and then obviously the next step is but doing a timeline view for something like a podcast. S- that would be awesome. You get some updating. For example, if you use the, the Swift UI text date with style, because that already is oh, an updated okay, view. Yeah, sure. So, depending sure. on what you're doing for us, it might actually just be a recompile and, and it will just work. Yep, mm-hmm. okay. So, it's, it's cool. again, yeah. a benefit of the kind of Swift UI thing right mm-hmm. but yeah. actually making use of how swift you are mm-hmm. differently where you are not yep. updating anything it's like you're just saying this is something that updates and an apple can decide mm-hmm. how they want mm-hmm. to display it in a most efficient way mm-hmm. yeah. no but i um, think it's implemented uh, in a really nice way where the, the tones kind of fade a little bit mm-hmm. so it's not going to be super bright it's not going to be distracting mm-hmm. if you're in a dark room uh, but you can still see that content mm-hmm. it's quite, quite good yeah well i've been i've out. been sort of frustrated with that since getting the always on display that like they have the opportunity, but there was nothing there. So I'm really looking forward to trying this out. Yep. yep. Mm. That's a great new feature for watchOS. However, not all great features <laughs> came to watchOS. <laughs> not all predicted features came to watchOS. Nope. Kai's pick was smart complications, uh, which was similar to like a smart widget stack, mm-hmm. presumably, that kind of thing. Uh, that did not come to watchOS, unfortunately. Nope. No, unfortunately, unless not. you count the fact that you can switch the entire watch face, and that's kind of like switching all your complications. I'm not. I'm not going to give you the points. Don't worry. <laughs> I'm just saying. You know. Yeah. You know. No, but it's it's uh, something I'll pick again in the future. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. The next round, second to last round, Snow Leopard, twelve points. We're going straight from seven points to twelve points. Now this is when really. We can make or break the game, perhaps. Uh, Zach, we're going to start with you. Your pick, and I have no idea if this happened or not, so you'll just tell me. A9 device is no longer supported. I'm horrified, but what's even worse is that the Apple Watch Series 3 gets Watch OS 8. That is beyond ridiculous. In in general, nothing really Uh, being being dropped, right? Across all updates. I don't think... Nothing got dropped. Even on the Mac, I don't think. I don't know about Mac, but iOS and watchOS. What's the reason why you would want them? What you would? Why you would want them to drop support for the earlier watches, Zach? Because it's 32-bit watch. It's causing so many problems from a development perspective. Mm-hmm. There's bugs with app with Swift Package Manager where you can't use certain packages because they'll crash mm-hmm. on launch. Mm-hmm. And Apple doesn't seem to have any interest in fixing this problem from a user's perspective. I get that the Series 3 still works, but there was a recently an article published about having to, like from Apple support, about suggesting wiping the watch before updating it because they don't have enough storage space or whatever it is to do, perform the update successfully. It just seems like a joke. Like they're taking, they're, they're 
yeah, it's a joke at this point that it's still supported. Um, and I get that you, you still have to support it with software because it's still for sale, but I don't think it should have been for sale mm-hmm. for the last nine months or however long mm-hmm. it's been since the new ones came out. I think that's just a really bad call all around. And I get that people hold on to these things, but it's a nightmare from a development perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. We we didn't run into any of the package-related mm-hmm. issues. Oh. That's good. Yeah, we, we don't use yeah. any we don't packages. Use any which packages. Problem. Have you considered? Uh, <laughs> Just take away your package. I, I couldn't even in the end. I couldn't even work out what package was causing the problem because the the clean build and run cycle is so slow that I didn't have time to do package by package tests. <laughs> um, and and the way the only way to identify it for this particular problem was to go to test flight. Uh, so yeah. in yeah. The, in the case of the app I was working on, it's about a half an hour processing time <laughs> on. Um, test flight and to do a clean build is you know probably another five minutes so it's like at least a 35 minute round trip to test and to do that one by one for the package it just was not have you considered upgrading to one of those new 16 inch m1x macbooks Mm -hmm. and see if that (laughs) oh wait (laughs) yeah yeah i mean they will drop it at some point right they're not going to sell cs3 for much longer it's it's already Hmm. overdue we'll see this fall right it's got to die this year the new watches i wish there was a flag you could say don't support 32-bit devices anymore Mm. i also had a crash in petty but that's less of a concern this was for a client project so what did you end up doing with it zach revert back to carthage which doesn't support xcode 12 Mm. (laughs) sorry that's that's what had to happen um yeah. But I'd be shocked mm, if, yeah. if they're not dropping. Comical. I understand they're s- selling it, so they kind of got themselves in a weird mm-hmm. situation. I hope they realized that this mm-hmm. was a weird situation. Someone just forgot about yeah. the, the product lineup and this <laughs> this mm. this fall or whenever they drop the their new watches, drop this one, and then next year it's mm-hmm. gone. I, I would be surprised yeah. if that's not the timeline. So you can pick I, that I again next time. I thinking how fast the Series yeah. 3 was when it came out, but it's, it's amazing the difference between that and the Series 4 mm-hmm. and how much more performant the Series mm-hmm. 4 is. Yeah, what? Did it are not- we on series six now? I don't even remember where yeah, we're at. Six. Okay, yeah. Did- yeah. <laughs> are all features because from macOS, it's surprising how many features are uh, Apple Silicon exclusive, right? Yeah, uh, there's yeah. actually quite a quite an array of features that you're not getting. Uh, like you don't get the globe view on maps. You're not getting the nice new uh, 3D graphics and maps. You're not getting a whole bunch of other. What are the other improvements? A whole bunch of stuff that's not making it into uh, intel max uh does anyone remember the list no no here here i found it so there is you, you know when you find those articles and they're like rather than just giving you a list they're like here's an entire essay about yeah, what i'm going to talk about it's like this r- is finding any, recipes. yeah this is any recipe on the internet it's like how do i steam potatoes it's like yeah. but apple silicon exclusive features are dictation which i thought was interesting um oh yeah yeah so that is apple silicon exclusive uh, a whole bunch of the facetime uh, features like portrait mode uh mm-hmm. like the background blurring right I, I guess they're calling it portrait mode but it's really trying to not make your background as visible mm. um so you can't do that uh live text like being able to mm-hmm. select text elements in in pictures mm-hmm. that's also apple silicon mm-hmm. exclusive mm-hmm. the 3d globe feature uh in in maps and the kind of graphic geographical landmarks that are 3d they look really cool i really mm. like the style it's a bit video gamey but yeah but i'm a big I, fan I of like that the style. design of it uh, object captures m1 exclusive or apple silicon exclusive um then text to speech for danish finnish norwegian and swedish is is m1 exclusive which is a bit odd uh, and spatial. wait 
text to speech in general would be yeah but no only for only for those languages because no one can parse swedish is already hard enough to parse marlin uh can't do that on a on those wimpy intel max that's Um, interesting and then the uh, spatial audio that's also coming to m1 max only so i'm actually surprised how quickly there are apple silicon exclusive features i thought we would see faster speeds on on Mm. apple silicon but i didn't expect feature like that we're that we're not maintaining feature parity Mm. for longer considering that they're still selling a whole bunch of intel imax or intel max at the moment and they're already you know getting significant feature cuts okay continuing on uh kai's pick and this is uh you got to be a programmer to care about this (laughs) Uh, tab items popping to root when you tap on the tab items in Swift UI mm. apps. Uh, I have no idea if that happened or it not. It did not happen. No, would have been great. There are, during the lounges, someone asked for a way of doing that. And to rec- mm. one of the recommendations was every t- you can ID the, the navigation hierarchy. Uh, on an integer that you increment every time you tap the tab, because then if you tap the tap again, the the entire view hierarchy would reload itself. But that's really not what you want, right? Because you don't want you want a smooth animation back to the yeah. root. You don't want the thing to flash and be back in the, yeah. on the top level. So we didn't get it. Uh, we don't get it great. Okay. I mean, there are workarounds, but it's still workaround territory, not not just default mm-hmm. support. Quite Which sad. Is sad. Yeah. Right. Malin, you picked another programmer specific mm. one. Uh, I'm assuming this is Swift UI specific programmatic <laughs> window presentation. <laughs> no, Malin <laughs> thought it would stay in AppKit. <laughs> yes. Well, I just I just assume that there were ways currently in AppKit to programmatically uh, make a window appear. The, I just Yes, yes, they solved that. Yes. Um and that was not there? That's not they did not add that? No. No. I mean there are no new ways that yeah, we were asking for. Yeah, it's yeah. not that you can there have were, a button that says show detail window and we have a nice way of doing mm-hmm, that. There's yeah. still a, the workarounds where you open an URL and then you have your external thing that kind of listens to that or just using AppKit, but no Swift UI native way. Mm-hmm. You you picked a lot of Mac specific or, uh, and I guess in the tab item, that's more iOS specific. A lot of Swift UI specific things that um, we haven't gone through all of them, but I just want to get your take. You know, so far, most of your picks related to swift ui you didn't get but <laughs> no what is but does one. that represent no i got one i got, you got one you one. got one yeah. out of like three out of four <laughs> overall is your feeling uh positive uh about what they did with swift ui that kind of like apple needs to fix some things they need to like show that we're moving in a certain direction with swift ui as far as reliability etc mm-hmm. do you feel like satisfied overall Despite some of these little nitpicky things that they didn't do, yeah, definitely. Like I feel like I feel like we got Kai and I had quite a quite a few quite a laundry list of bugs that we've been filing, and many of those things were fixed. And overall, I feel like there's been improvements to what we already had, which is one thing I really wanted. But we also did get additional things like the search bar um, and like the like the model presentation. And I definitely feel and the thing like it got the things told to refresh. Like, yes, pull to it, refresh. It's, a, it's so simple, yes. right? Mm-hmm. But it was kind of awkward to wrap that yourself mm-hmm. because pull to refresh, mm-hmm. anything that interacts with gestures is really hard to wrap, right? Because if you already yeah. have a scrolling, let's say you have a table view in SwiftUI, like a list, and now you want pull to refresh, you either have to do really awkward things to get like the, the state and build your own thing. If you try to wrap it into something else, now you have conflicting gestures and that's that's a whole 
different kind of myth. Mm -hmm. So we got those kind of things that are hard to wrap, and yeah. we didn't get a lot of things yeah. that, that that we already have workarounds mm -hmm. for. So actually, as far as the things we got, I'm quite happy about the ones we did get. Like yeah. Table. We now have a uh, Swift mm -hmm. UI on the Mac exclusive API mm -hmm. called Table, which is like a multi-column table uh, view. Yeah, and we also got things like more uh, more swipe gestures in the um, Mm -hmm. in lists on iOS and we also got things like more customization and more ways of like changing up those those default components that we already have. So yeah. I definitely I'm definitely yeah. happy like I have a positive look on and how much they did and also seeing how much they're using it for their own apps was also yeah. Yeah. a good confirmation. But also the focus seems to have been on making apps with SwiftUI across all of Apple's platforms. Mm -hmm rather than kind of the very specific ones that are kind of going yeah. deep into the platform. For mm -hmm. example, the search thing, the, the search modifiers, so you can have your search bar and, and kind of deal with that, is uh, applied across all platforms mm -hmm. in platforms native ways. And that's kind of nice. Yeah. And every every session where they did introduce those things that were available across multiple platforms, they really went through all of the examples and sort of best practice and talked about how it should look different on all of those platforms. And I think that was really cool. And another thing is that there were many sessions that weren't even about SwiftUI, but they were still using SwiftUI in their code, which... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, so I'm, cool, I'm very cool. positive. So to summarize, you're, you're very, very happy with all the cool things they added and things they fixed in SwiftUI that you happen to just not pick as your predictions, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think we, we took what we considered <laughs> low-hanging fruit um, because we thought it yes. would be more likely to happen because I, I didn't expect a multi-column table mm -hmm. view uh, to be one of the priorities. I'm happy that it's there and we will definitely use it, but I, I would have expected, or for example, that we now have a way easier way of navigating through text fields and controlling the focus. It's something that I thought might be, mm -hmm. maybe it wouldn't make it this year, I'm super happy that it's there mm -hmm. and, and it will remove a lot of mm. kind of weird workarounds that we have in our apps right now yep. if, if for all the ones that target iOS 15 plus. Yeah. But and it's not not what what I expected necessarily to be the easiest things to implement. Yes. Yeah. A lot of things. You assume that anyone cares about tab bars <laughs> and it turns out they don't. <laughs> no, but also like I feel like looking it's at our more like a now. bug rather than, than a feature. <laughs> <laughs> but look at our list now. They were not. I mean, yes, we did pick some things for SwiftUI, but there weren't that many that. <laughs> I'm just <laughs> that we didn't look, get. I'm, but I feel like you're taking me too seriously. I'm 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 adding comedic color against your uh, very informative yeah. uh, information oriented. Uh, but I just want to say I, that I feel like. For the record, want to say we said we will do better in the developer round. It's mostly red. <laughs> I did pretty well so far. <laughs> I did. We I got still the, a I final round. Should we go? So should we do it? Yeah, let's, let's do it. Run. I mean, I think I'm a 300% increase in the developer round, so I'll take it. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> Kai, you're first, and this is the Mountain Lion. 13 points, the highest points of any round this entire game. Mm -hmm. Kai, you said, and we've already talked about this, so it's we don't even have to discuss it. iPad, IDE, mm -hmm. and certainly, probably by any interpretation, Swift Playgrounds four is a integrated development mm. environment for building apps and it is on the iPad. Yep. So mm. you get your points, your 13 points. Yep, not the way I thought I would get them, but I'll take them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Malin, you picked a Swift UI view debugging mm -hmm. tool. Nope. No, didn't get that. No. Mm -mm. No. 
you'll still have to uh, debug using uh, rocks and sticks. But, uh, <laughs> Just set the background color to color dot random. You'll be fine. <laughs> There's a couple of um, interesting Swift UI debugging tools that did kind of, not in the it wasn't in the spirit of the pick. But first, you have um, reveal, which are working on something for Swift UI apparently. Oh, interesting. Um, that got announced, I think, during WWDC week. Oh, but also, cool. there was that I think it's called print changes method mm-hmm. that you can mm, put in yeah, any view. That's, cool. that's actually really handy because mm-hmm. it tells you what state property changed mm-hmm. that caused a refresh, mm-hmm. and that's really nice oh, for debugging. I missed things. that one. Yeah. That sounds yeah. That sounds cool. Yeah, yeah it's actually really, nice. really handy, and it's funny because about two weeks before WWDC, I'd done a deep dive <laughs> and created a like into view debugging. So view refresh and stuff and debugging that and kind of created a similar method, but it didn't. <laughs> what it didn't do was tell you what state property mm-hmm. changed. I had to like mm-hmm. use the equatable thing to try mm-hmm. and figure mm-hmm. it out myself, but I was kind of capturing every every refresh and logging that, and it's mm-hmm. uh, very interesting. Mm-hmm. Anyway, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm very glad that's now first party feature. Yeah, I agree. And it's super useful to 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 do that. Like even if you're not seeing performance issues, it's sometimes interesting to just see. All right. How does this? Oh, yeah, yeah. How does this behave? Uh, even yeah, out of well, curiosity, that view takes ten times longer to render than something else. Yeah, as well. Because in general, also a lot yeah. of performance improvements. Like list is way, way, yes. way, way faster now on iOS fifteen and Monterey. So there are a lot of like under the hood improvements as well outside of API changes. Just if you if you build your app and it runs on on the new operating systems, it will be much faster, which is nice. Mm. Very cool. One last pick. The final pick, Zach. You picked widget interact a new new widget interaction methods. In previous wi- version of widgets, there were just like tap areas, mm-hmm. basically, uh, and I think they're still just tap areas. Why is it red? I, I'm pretty sure this happened. What? There's a new on the contacts widget. I haven't seen it as an API for this, but on the contacts widget, there's this new interaction method, at least on the iPad, which I can see in the simulator. We can kind of like quick preview a contact, and it shows like a transparent sheet. I don't know anything about that. Uh, That's no, I didn't know about that either. So, have you seen on that? Have you actually seen that? It's like a in the simulator. I don't have it on device, but I'll show you. But have you seen uh, an API for this? No, I haven't been diving. But that wasn't the which which size widget did you try? I'm I'm trying it now on my iPhone. So, if you tap on this widget, like on a particular contact, it loads it in like a weird. Um, thing. yeah, I'll send a weird, you screen uh, it's, it's like a, it's like a blur, yeah, like a full screen, and it is more like. But how do you get into that? You just tap it. Yes, you just tap it. It's like it's like basically like you tap it, but instead of actually launching the contacts apps, it it launches this almost special full screen widget mm. detail mode, and it yeah. isn't the contacts app because you, if you go to the app switcher, it's well, it's just it's not the contacts app. It's this weird. Yeah, I mean. If we, I mean, I think I think I had something absolutely different in my head. I think I was thinking more about like you know gestures. You tap on something, it changes it or whatever. But but it is still it still is in the widget, and it is a different you know by that definition it is still a different interaction method. Yeah, it's a different and way. So you see, I did have gestures in my head too, but I would argue that this is still a different way yeah. to interact. I think with we widgets. also would have accepted just anything that lets you like tap on something and dynamically update the Swift UI view and the widget. Yeah. You can run widgets without opening the app. Sorry, you can run shortcuts without opening the app. Just did that in the simulator. That's a that's a, got to be a new interaction method. Well, let's go with it. 
I still think we thought of it as a developer feature, not as an Apple feature, but I think that is just off by one year. That's very much sounds like they're, they're experimenting oh, yeah. with that yeah, API yeah. before. Or maybe it was it. even yeah. something that they planned to ship. But or that, yeah. Yeah, I think mm. that's not unlikely either. Maybe pops up in a future beta. Yeah. Unlikely. I hope not. That would be an unnecessary stress to be like, oh, no, no, we got to add that into <laughs> our... Yeah, no, that is, that's I, probably... It probably warrants a WWDC session. Yeah, but also something they would probably want to mention and say will make it into next build rather than... True, true. Surprise! More work. True. We're adding up the points. Yes, let's do it. All right, so... That means this brings us to our friends. And it took us forever to get to this point. But Adam, do you want to reveal how we all did? Sure. I mean, we already know that we didn't do super well, but let's see who did the least. <laughs> I feel like bad. we overall First of all, did as a hint, I'll mention segment. that the, uh, the winner who we'll mention last uh, was kind of way ahead of the pack. And the second, third, and fourth place points are a very, very tight <laughs> uh, cluster. So uh, in... Fourth, third, and second place, uh, Zach, 49 points. Myself, uh, 50 points. And Kai, 51 points. Woo-hoo, second place. So that was, <laughs> that was all very... Uh, yeah, yeah. Good job, whatever. <laughs> so very close, and bottom three. Yes. Which means, mm. in first place, straight from Vancouver, Canada, <laughs> with 65 <laughs> points, Mullen, you are the winner. Woo-hoo. Thank you. Thank and it's you. quite a redemption story because uh, <laughs> I know you felt bad about the last few ones. Uh, I know. No. I really haven't done well lately. And also there's been many things that I've been, I think I've been picking quite consistently that ended up happening this year. So keep it consistent, people, and you'll get there. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. That's your, that, really? We'll mention that the, uh, the potentially controversial major Siri update uh, would not have made any difference nope. even if you hadn't got the points you still would have won or the yeah. zach's challenge also would have not toppled you from your throne so it's it, all the things that we that we were feel having strong feelings about mm-hmm. nothing mattered mullen was clearly the no, winner no controversies mattered mullen <laughs> just she just swept it yeah <laughs> there's, there's yeah. a life lesson well here done. somewhere <laughs> <laughs> uh, no but that, that, that's good what do i get <laughs> yeah, I don't the glory uh, yeah. oh wow yes you got, uh, so overwhelming you're gonna see i and you get system. one you get one bonus uh respect uh pick next time see uh, uh that means a lot to me i don't think i think you get a ci cd system test light from max swift ui model presentation mm. uh, major serial <laughs> update uh, improved ipad or multitasking uh, uh, what else do you want more then <laughs> No, Can that's good. Enough. That's very exciting. Um, I'm happy about She this. wants programmatic window presentation. <laughs> <laughs> Next year. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to keep on picking that one. But uh, no, that's good. Mm. That was fun. Congrats. Um, great I, week. Great top dub week as well. I do wonder, though, speaking of CNCD, how much that will cost. We know nothing about yeah, it. Yeah, I know. It's, so it's, it's going to be free then, right? I mm. I got a feeling that <laughs> for, for maybe for small developers, yeah. I I, I wonder though, like I if can you imagine look at there being pricing, yeah. they did have a free plan, mm-hmm. but you would mm. get deprioritized or low priority access to build machines. So you mm-hmm. might wait for some time until a build machine is mm-hmm. idle, then you then you get to build your app. Um, I do wonder what what Apple will do because I, I assume they probably have more build machines than BuddyBuild did. I I wonder. I, I doubt there will be a lot of, you know. 
uh, waiting time if they would just give you the next one because they probably have. I mean, if if they make this available to all developers across the world, they will have a crazy. Uh, yeah, you know, and they're going to get more people wanting to use it, right? I mean, Buddy Build. It's not. I mean, people had heard of Buddy Build, mm-hmm. but they were, in my mind, at least one of many mm-hmm. CI choices, and that wasn't something you always necessarily were interested in. Whereas once Apple offers mm-hmm. it, I yeah. think everyone's. But it's also what completes sort of the whole story. And I don't know if they actually revealed this, but I assume that they will be able to use something like CI, like, like this um, build system, to deliver your apps from the from Xcode and on the iPad. And I would assume that to complete that, there might be a free version. There's a little in-app purchase button. (laughs) Submit app to App Store. Oh, no. (laughs) Um, But no, I, I... I think, yes, we didn't do very well throughout this game. Like, there were many things we didn't get. But I think, <laughs> overall, I'm really excited from this year's WWDC because yeah. there's been many, many nice improvements. And even though I think we sort of feel like there there might not have been, like, a big thing like widgets or app clips, like something new like that, but there's been so many great improvements and the tooling. I, I'm so excited about, like, all the new things there. But I also so feel like I'm the, happy about iPad, this year. the iPad jealousy is period is over right i feel like now when the the mac os devices actually all get apple silicon at some point soon hopefully right i, I feel like those devices kind of went through their their kind of patchy period of weird mm. keyboards and and weird touch bars and slow intel cpus that burn your legs off i feel like we made it through that mm-hmm. and kind of eyeing the ipad of being super fast and super light and nice i feel like now we're kind of past that and the mm-hmm. ipad the Mac OS seems to be a first first class system again. Uh, Apple making it significantly easier to build for all of Apple's platforms. Very very native and, and nice feeling apps. I'm I'm quite excited about mm. that direction. Even if the, all the APIs are fun and async and await async await, I can't wait to to add into into all of our apps. Right, but just seeing the kind of direction that Apple seems to be like, all right. Those platforms mm-hmm. are all equally important yep. to us and run in parallel. I'm I'm super excited mm-hmm. because that's how I think yeah. this should run, and I do think they have different places in their in their portfolio. Mm-hmm. And then there's TVOS. <laughs> Next year, okay. I'm also way more excited about async await than I thought I would be, and that's probably because of how many sessions there were and <laughs> how much effort they put into making sure that you come out of that week understanding it Mm. and all of its benefits Mm. or at least a good part of its benefits and i started rewriting some health kit code which actually doesn't have like native async await support Mm -hmm. but kind of wrapping my existing completion handle Mm -hmm. and nested chain of doom Mm -hmm. in async await calls and it's really nice Mm. like the code from from the calling side like obviously there's still the the chain to to get the data initially but Mm -hmm. from the calling side to have everything in line and just handle errors kind of in one place is amazing. I actually can't wait to put it in the app mm-hmm. and and start calling it from different parts yeah. of the app. Like I've got this really nice. Yeah, I sort of want to rewrite all of our network calls and. Try but also, yeah. like yeah, for sure, the integration. I, I don't know if you paid as much attention to that, um, but for us, the because we we do everything in SwiftUI, the tasks mm-hmm. modifier that you have where mm-hmm. you can do your kind of setup network call, and it will automatically yeah. when that yeah. view disappears, it will terminate the calls that you have yes. in there mm-hmm. and it's nothing yeah. that you have to think you know mm-hmm. in theory you should do that if your view goes away you mm-hmm. cancel all the tasks that you fired off mm-hmm. in in practice in all the jobs that i've worked in i've maybe seen it once actually happening yeah. <laughs> it is a thing yeah. that everyone knows we should do but no one really then actually does mm-hmm. it and now it's just happening <laughs> Kai, network calls don't fail yeah. <laughs> it's just <laughs> the thing. Tasks, yeah. they return instantly they're synchronous <laughs> 
Yeah. Mm. And, and just... Outbacker never has a bad day. <laughs> it's, it's great. But it's just oh. nice that that just happens for mm-hmm. you. You know, you cannot not no, do that right. now. For sure. And it's just... For sure. I think those are great APIs when, when you can't... And the same with the main actors. If you know a certain thing mm-hmm. has to happen on the main queue always because it's yep. UI code... You don't have to worry. And there are conventions, mm-hmm. right? Always call your callbacks uh, and wrap them in a dispatch main if, if, you, if you make a network call. And in mm-hmm. 99.9% of cases, you do it. And then sometimes you forget to sometimes you forget mm-hmm. to call a callback or you forget to wrap it in your <laughs> dispatch main. And then it's yeah. being called on background queue. And those things happen. And now you just kind of ha- fundamentally take out those type of mistakes out of how you mm-hmm. how you write your applications. And I think that that's the best when, when the... When the f- yeah. The language enforces but, you to describe things so you can no longer make those mistakes down the road. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And that's what Swift is really good at. It's kind of eliminating potential points mm-hmm. along the way that a programmer can make mm-hmm. an error. How and easy it, have this you, kind of lives up to that? Now. Have you looked into Sorry. how easy it is to support that if you're still supporting like RS14? Can you have your async methods <sighs> and your, your traditional no. methods simultaneously? No. So, so uh, yes, you can, but you then you can't call your traditional methods. You'll have to do it different it's to, so so async await itself will compile for ios 14 but as soon as you want to do any of the like with checked throwing continuation mm-hmm. or any of those where you go from basically a synchronous context to an async context doesn't mm-hmm. work those things are uh, 15 only but i know there's been a lot of talk in the swift forums about mm-hmm. yeah, possible so. work in future betas of backporting that to 14 so Hopefully by September, it's a different story. But for now, at least, if you have any of those kind of conversions between your synchronous stuff and your async stuff. So, for example, all the health kit stuff needs with check throwing continuation because mm-hmm. those APIs aren't natively yeah. async await. And so, yeah, that's that's a downside there. But hopefully in the next three months, the Swift Evolution team figure it out because that would be really nice. Yeah. But it seems like a lot of work because there's so many oh, things yeah. that you would want that for. I wonder if if yep. async await will then only be 15 plus. Would yep. would I would like it not to be because async await is one of the core reasons we're considering to drop uh, iOS 14 mm-hmm. sooner than than we expected mm-hmm. because it would yeah. make so many things a lot nicer to work on. Mm-hmm. And I actually mm-hmm. think we we probably avoid a whole bunch of bugs that we have that we don't mm-hmm. even know about that happen every now and then on some odd device or that causes yeah. some Swift UI state mm-hmm. to, to be changed on, on the wrong queue and therefore some mm-hmm. kind of weird state being yeah. behind in, in some weird behavior. So yeah. having yeah. N- not having those would be really nice. Mm. I agree. Yeah, but great great week, great conference. I'm yeah. happy I won. We'll do it again. We'll do it again. <laughs> we'll do again. Well, yeah. We'll win again. Although Apple, if you're listening, I, I still would take. I, I'd still, <laughs> I'd still take an in-person conference. But yeah, the winning, I, I like that. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Uh, cool. Uh, thanks for playing with playing this game with me, everyone. <laughs> yeah. Now we're playing it with you. <laughs> yeah. We're just participating I, in I your might, game. I might invite you next time. I mean, you were quite behind. It would be good if you step up your game till next time. But uh, I mean, practice makes perfect. So. So how do we feel about the rules? Do we want to? Do we feel like this this has been pretty good? I mean, Marlon, you're, you're taking out because I you like won. the point system. <laughs> Not the points I got. I do like the point system. But otherwise, I, I love that we're creative with it. I, I do like that the points were a bit um, closer to each other, where it wasn't one question mm, winning at all, right? Mm. I think that was better. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
Otherwise, I think yeah, I think the good. one to something or the like where everything's almost continuous seems mm. to lead to closer results, which yeah. is nice. Yeah. So you think we had when you use in numbers and increment March. them like they're sort of intended for, you I, think that's a good idea? I think we need more of a, a more creative I would encourage system you here. to to go back to the higher numbers first because I I think that. It seems like no one is very good at um, yeah, waiting, like ha- the, prioritizing things, and you yeah. get to the end and you have nothing to do because you weren't sure yeah. when to do it. And yeah, it just feels maybe like it, it's more anticlimactic. Mm. It's better when yeah, everyone's like point. R- racing to do their top picks early on, mm. and then we get kind mm. of the weird ones later. Mm. Yeah, it's just my feeling. Yeah, that, that might yeah. be a good call. Yeah. All right, cool. All right, we'll take that into consideration. Cool. Thanks, everyone. <laughs> No, it was fun. Very Thank formal, Marlon. Very, very work meeting. <laughs> Take that on board. No, that's good. Thank you. <laughs> and see you all at the... What's the next event? I, I September found, event. Probably September. Yeah. Yeah. Or the... Exciting. Uh, the, 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 M1, the M1 Plus Max. Mm. M1X Do you think those Max. would be an event? Or would they just do... Hear press release. Cool new Max and some interviews on YouTube or something. Oh. I can see them dropping them in August. If it's just but, one, no, actually, but these ones are going to have a new design, yeah. aren't they? Mm. New design probably design. warrants a stage presence, and, and they're going to want to talk about if there's if it is like a new processor and M1X. They're going to oh, this is how it just massively, even yeah. more massively, blows mm. away everything. Mm. Yeah, it will be interesting. It's hard to say now. Yeah. Yeah. Fourteen-inch MacBook Pro is yeah. going to be more powerful than a Mac Pro. Mm. It's amazing. Yeah, yeah. it'll be a fun year. Hmm. And Very much so. one last small iPhone. We'll see. Maybe, yeah. maybe, maybe there's so many people buying it, so they're like, "We gotta keep on doing that." Maybe, one. yeah. Maybe Apple spread the rumor that they were going to discontinue <laughs> it to get everyone who wants one to buy one this year, so some manager could say, "See, it's it's so popular. We have to we have to bring it back." It's like Since old coke. Kai, Kai we've got to buy ten each and give them to influencers. <laughs> <laughs> you you do that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was holding Mullen's phone the other day again, and I, I really mm. never want to go back to a large one. I would like more. Yeah, yeah I was like, maybe this is what Pro. I'll stay with until By we large, don't need you mean normal anymore. size. <laughs> the, yeah, the, the the kind of frying pan size one. I mm. do not enjoy. But I mean, if you do need to defend yourself, you have something to hit them with. So I, I think I'm okay. I, I think I have other things okay. instead. No, uh, he has an Intel Mac. That's all he needs. <laughs> <laughs> I burned him. That thing would hurt. <laughs> and maybe I'll get the mini if there's the last one. <sighs> you should. You should. See, I I would expect it to go back to like the you know kind of every second year at the in the middle of the cycle they release one that's not a flagship. I, I just really like the mm. fact that it's a flagship at the moment. And yeah. the rumors yeah. are that the flagship doesn't stay, but maybe the mini oh. continues on as. A secondary device, kind of like the SE has filled in the past, yeah. which is disappointing. I know I'll base my decision on colors. That's all that really matters. So, <laughs> well, they are the more colorful ones. This, yeah, this yeah. And so that continues. Very if, nice. if, if my color of choice is in mini form, mm. yeah. No, not? like I would Excellent. definitely go with the mini next time. No, not black, but I, 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 I really want the two X camera. It's just. I use it. Might be in the mini oh, this year. So often. So yeah. But if, if I can't do that, I don't think I can move over. It's like, I mm. would say 60, 70% of all my photos are using the 2X. Yeah. yeah. I'm pretty happy with the trade off. Even the, even battery life, which is noticeably worse. I've oh, just man, gotten the habit of making sure. you share on Twitter, you're always in the very <laughs> end of your battery life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like, I, I've just, 
adapted yeah. my mm-hmm. life around that. I leave the house with 100%. I pop it in low power mode mm-hmm. if I'm going to be out for more than like eight it, hours. It would be and- sweet. Yeah, it would be sweet for us. We just don't leave the house. Mm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But yeah, I wonder well, how, once- <laughs> how it would survive like an in- in-person conference. Because yeah. you're constantly like, you, you, you know, you're, you're trying to communicate with people. You usually don't have as many charging options. Mm-hmm. I wonder if I would get through a conference day with this phone. I, I doubt it. Yeah, that's fair. Well, I usually used to have to plug in my laptop at some point during the day, and then you can just charge the phone at the same time. But with these M1 computers, might not yeah. need to do that during a conference anymore. Mm-hmm. So. But they might also have enough juice to keep the phone going. Yeah, so Probably. Yeah. Who knows? <laughs> All right. We'll soon. see. Looking forward to it. All right. I'll stop the recording. Thanks. Good job, Marlon. Me too. Me Finally. too. What? Finally, I'm winning. You're, you're, you're. Thank you. <laughs>